everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Casual Master Quest. It's going to be episode number 63, baby, coming out to you live on August 26th. I'm going to be your host, Tyler, a.k.a. Two Times Tyler. But we also have an awesome guest and a returning talent, Glenn. Glenn, how are you doing, buddy? Good. And I, I know I said guest and made it sound like you're the guest, but don't you worry. Uh, <laughs> super, super, super goon squad guest over here. Brandon, how's it looking, buddy? It's looking very red and very dark, but it's good. Wow, red uh, and dark. Dark red. Like the lighting? Oh, dark red. Yeah, Ooh. no, I. as soon as you asked that, I like looked up. I have my. I have a pachinko machine behind my monitor here, and I looked up, and like all of the normally silver metal is just blood red right now. So, you know. Oh, jeez. Things are oh, geez. going good. Man, uh, this was the week of birthday parties. Oh, yeah. Look at you. Uh, you were celebrating the birthday party for your nephew? Yep. Uh, he's turning four on... Oh, God. Uh, the 29th, so... Okay. And uh, you celebrated by trying to make some kind of Mario Party-themed birthday for him, right? Yeah, we had a whole bunch of mini games, and uh, obviously it was a whole bunch of Mario themes. The cake and the ice cream were all Mario and stuff like that, but we had some really cheap mini games, like... We had a cool racetrack, and I had a Mario, Luigi, Toad, and Yoshi car, and uh, pick a duck game, and stomp the Goombas. I, I nice. mean, I, I sent you the Snapchat of the Goomba. I sat here and drew faces. Goombaloons. On, yeah, on Goombaloons. I drew Goomba faces so on like. It was so fucking cute. A hundred Goombas, I think. So like, I got at the end, you know, it was good as shoot, 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 drawn. You know, it, it, it looked like. I was like, if I was your nephew's age, I was like that that would that would have been magical for oh, me. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I like Mario Party, Mario Party, but real life. Was there like any stars or anything given out? Or we, yep, we had. Well, they got medals. Uh, the pack that we bought had like Mario Party medals, and so they had the characters on them. So they got to pick their favorite characters uh, if they won. No participation trophies. Um, <laughs> Start but, them uh, young, right? Um, we did have star sandwiches, though. Jamie made some PB&Js and cut them into stars, so it was a lot of fun. Nice, nice. Uh, I saw that you dressed as Mario. What did your nephew dress as? Uh, he just had a Yoshi shirt on. It was kind of hard to get him to dress up for it, you know? He may oh, be turning okay. no, four, but right. still. Um, I will fair, say, fair. though, one thing that I kind of felt a little bad about, but not really too terribly bad, um, his dad asked what should i get him for his birthday and i was like well you know jordan's been really playing my switch a lot so maybe a new game for that and he's like okay what game <clears throat> and at the time jordan was really into pokemon so i was like well you could get him like let's go pikachu so he could play around with pikachu and you know pet him and catch pokemon and stuff which is also a game that i've been wanting to play for a while so i was like eh, let's it's go kinda... pikachu oh the the switch game right yeah so it's like ah. i kind of felt a little like i was taking it advantage of it uh but yeah, you give an initiative uh with ulterior motives right. if you will and and i got a mario kart so nice. i know he's gonna like that and i've been wanting right to play you got too. him mario kart of right. course yeah well once he gets mm. his switch when he turns five they'll be his oh of course of course but until then i mean they're cartridges so right but anyway <laughs> what you know what, what's in the family stands for the family i actually had my own birthday party going on for my nephew and niece myself yeah and uh nephew turned six niece was turning three and uh it was an interesting experience because uh my family relations is a terror right now but hey you know uh, cats and dogs uh do great together when there's you know catnip and vodka well there wasn't actually either of those oh, there thankfully. I, I, but uh i got disappointed now or I'm I, disappointed I know i was very now. disappointed I, I honestly have been staying away from uh liquor like the devil but you know I'll, I'll come in here every now and then but uh i 
managed to have the joy of dressing my little niece up as a princess. Uh, got her, you know, it, it turns out when she came over to my house, like, I didn't really have anything for her. But sure as shit, she snuck around behind my computer chair and saw my My Little Pony collection. Oh. <laughs> it started playing with that. I'm like, this makes sense, I guess. This is awkward, but this makes sense. And so, it, like, in my head, it's like, she's three. She doesn't need video games or anything like that. She just wants to have fun with her imagination. Some, you know. So I got her, you know, a princess outfit with Amanda and then I got her a couple of like Beanie Baby style things and she loved it. I didn't wrap up the Beanie Baby things though. Uh, there were two puppies and so she saw them immediately amongst a pile and she like magnetized uh, towards it and grabbed them right off and just my sister's like her lev levitating towards the table just floating yeah, towards she, the toys give me them fucking dogs uh, <laughs> and so she grabbed them and I'm like yeah there's they weren't wrapped. She can have them. And so she looks at him and she, you know, there's a golden lab and Australian shepherd puppy. And she, you know, she looks at him. And I'm like, okay, she's going to run around and play with him. She walks up to her older brother and she's like, here, you can have this one so we can play together. And it's like, oh, right, my heart, yeah. my heart, be still. And uh, for him, I actually had to wait until like everything was completely done because I know the moment I handed him my gift, he was going to be comatose. <laughs> Like he was just gonna sit and hide, and uh, you know, I, I sat him down. Most of the people are gone at that point because I didn't want to be that guy saying, "Hey, VIP gift giver over here, watch out, motherfuckers," and all that. And uh, you know, I sat him down. I was like, "Hey, I honestly figured I was gonna keep this for the rest of my life, hide it in a basement or something, and look at it later, or I was probably gonna pass it on to my, you know, my son when I become a father." And of course, I'm saying this to a six-year-old who's giddy as <laughs> shit. He Mind you, he saw me take this present from the pile and walk away from it in front of him. He had a fit because apparently Uncle Tito, as I'm called, am the gift bearer of video games. So when he saw me walking away with my present, it was like I was canceling Christmas oh, on him. Like he, he, he knew he knew what it was up. And he's like, Uncle Tito, why are you taking my present away? <laughs> it's like, it's okay, buddy. I'm going to have you open it later. And, you know, he's breaking. He's like, I want to open it now. It's my turn to open presents. I want that one. And it's <laughs> like, okay, relax. It's not going to catch on fire between, you know, the next half hour. And it's like, so, you know, I'm sitting him down and he's giddy as all hell and it's like i need to let you know now if this breaks you can't buy this in a store anymore because they canceled out uh, for those who are trying to figure out i got him a uh, new 3ds xl nice <laughs> my my old 3ds xl like i realized that now that the switch is out i played all the games i wanted to on the 3ds i'm not going to touch it anymore uh you know i realized even on a plane trip i really don't want to play it anymore did you play your but switch know, on the plane yes for all two hours i could before it died but yes <laughs> and uh so i hand it to him he opens it up and you know the look on his face it, it was like opening fucking treasure at that point and it felt magical and I was showing him, I was like, look, I have all these games on installed in there. You got, you know, Zelda, Mario, and all that. And then he sees fucking Minecraft, and he's like, <laughs> Minecraft? I'm like, yes, there's my... He, he opens it up, he launches it, and you're like, okay. Uh, by the way, here's a cartridge. It has Pokemon on it. You should learn how to... Minecraft! And I'm like, yeah, but Pokemon... Minecraft! And it's like, okay, listen here, you little shit. 
<laughs> you need to learn, learn how to play Pokemon. Like, I, I'm looking at his dad, my brother-in-law. I'm like, teach him how to play this game. He's young. I didn't get to learn how to play Pokemon until I was eight. He's going to love the stuff. You know that. Just put it in front of him. Just let it happen. Like, uh, just pop in the thing, select new game, let him walk around. The moment he sees, you know, fucking, it was Pokemon Sun and Moon. Yeah, or yeah, it's just anything at this point. Uh, Lolan Meowth. Yeah. A little uh, fat bastard. It's like, he's gonna like it. The problem is, though, yes, I did put Minecraft on it because he loves Minecraft, but he didn't have anything he could really play it on, so I wanted to get that as an option for him to play. Eventually, though, once time goes on and he's like, eh, Minecraft is boring, uh, hopefully <laughs> then he'll see all the games that he has to offer. I had to keep some of my old 3DS games because, well, I, yeah, I don't think he's gonna be, uh, he's not gonna be playing Fire Emblem Awakening anytime soon. But, uh, anyways, Glenn, you've been, uh, streaming and prepping up for TwitchCon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of one of the same, just like trying to keep a consistent schedule and um yeah. You know, you know how it is. Building a following, staying consistent, all that jazz. What? No, never. I don't know how they do that. <laughs> yeah, Wait, so you can get people to follow you on Twitch? It's apparently a thing. I oh, uh, man. magical. Especially recently wow. it's been very difficult to get people more people to follow me, but like it's it's it does happen. <laughs> now, do you stream solely on Twitch or do you do like a mixer YouTube combination? Um, I just do Twitch. Um, just because I don't, I've never looked into streaming on YouTube or using Mixer. I mean, I know Ninja Switch, which is a big yeah. deal, but like, uh, I'm really comfortable with the interface and I know how everything works. So, I mean, I think it probably would be wise to kind of get on multiple platforms in the future. But uh, build your brand. Twitch. Yeah. I mean, th- that's what Casual Master Quest is doing right now. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I'm really happy with Twitch. But that doesn't mean, you know, if uh, we get enough people that are like, you know, I want to, you know, listen to them on Mixer. And if we suddenly see a huge thing building on, on Mixer, yeah, I'm going to start looking at that chat instead. And then I'm going to hop onto it. It's like, vote with your button. If you like listening to this on Mixer and you're on Mixer right now, just hit follow. And when the time comes where we review and it's like, wow, Twitch has this many, but holy shit, Mixer's up there. Yeah, sure. 20,000 we'll, listeners we'll, on Mixer. Uh, it's like, hi, Ninja, move over, casual master quest. It's like, fuck it. Oh my god, if only. <sighs> and uh, Brandon and I have been prepping for your campaign. Uh, yeah. Brandon has a character, looks like he's almost completely ready, as well as mine. So uh, we've been working on some D&D characters. Yeah. It's been a blast. I, I you know, uh, I got my uh, changeling sorcerer, and then Brandon has his dwarf cleric. And yeah, did you I ever settle on a subclass? Brandon or me? You. Oh, divine soul. For did you sure. divine soul? Okay, cool. I mean, it's I- gonna be kind of awkward because I'm a magic cleric and he's a holy cleric, so it's like I think we're gonna. It'd be funny if we both came from the same religion. I thought you were a sorcerer. A uh, divine soul sorcerer. Yeah. It just has access to cleric spells. <laughs> Still a yeah. sorcerer. Uh, you don't have a sure. spell book. You don't study crap. You just feel it. I mean, I'm not really yeah. a cleric either. I mean, I'm a cleric, but a forge cleric, so... Oh, forge like, clerics can, totally count. They're amazing. I can heal, but, you know, I'd rather not. You can also create magic items at level 1. I know, one, I'm which super, is... super excited about that. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Like, the big question is, uh, I looked at his spell list, he looked at my spell list. We both have guidance, and we're like... We can just hmm. both guide each other all the time during well, skill We were talking checks. about Nick, Nick doing a skill check, and we both just have one hand on his leg, like, you can do this. I will say, just so you know, only one instance of a spell that adds a buff will be allowed at one time. 
So you can't both right. cast guidance and add two d eight to a roll or two d six four. I, oh. I did. I did. I did look at that, and it is in fact. Uh, if we cast guidance, we'll have to. If we do put it on him, he can't use that at the same time. I believe mm-hmm. uh, he definitely can he, can't, he can't stack the buff. Can he have? He could do two... a, a stealth check and then a strength check in succession within one minute. He'd be able to add it both yeah. times. Plus, yeah. uh, he can decide whether or not to use it. It doesn't like trigger instantly. So the you know if we both pat the cheeks of Nick's character and say good luck, we're guiding you. <laughs> he, he, he could use both none. You know as long Just as it's one at a time. Checks, at least. Yeah. I'm yeah. still gonna try to ride on his shoulders. <laughs> I don't. Wait, I don't have much charisma, so I don't have good social graces. So I'm just gonna fucking climb that beast. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be okay. fun. It's gonna be like a. I think we'll do it in Faerun, so it'll be the Forgotten Realms classic. All the stuff that they're doing. I'm saying, I have right now. Everything fifth I, I edition no is idea. in the Forgotten Realms. Okay, I sounds convincing. <laughs> can can uh, I ask for one request though? Sure. Oh At boy, some right here. Point, right now, huh? At some point in our game, can we have access to the deck of many? Oh, man, that'll be a while. I, I mean, that's fine. Brandon. I'm just saying, at some point, I love at the game. S- oh, dude, one time my f- I had a group of, one of my groups of players, they were just like, we want to play. And I was like, okay, I don't have anything. I don't have time to prep a session for you. They're like, because we want to play tomorrow. And I was like, okay. And so I literally didn't write anything. Usually what I do is I'll like write down the, I have a one note, I'll throw some stuff into it. And then I'll like, on my paper, I'll write down the name of the character or the name of the player and then you know hyphen the, the character name or whatever and then that i'll keep track of initiatives on that paper and everything all i did was write that down i came in with no notes and i said you go to a yeah they were like we want to go shopping because that was the only thing they knew they wanted to do and <laughs> they were given a deck of many things by a ghost i, I it was what I, I the way i explained it is what uh, one of the characters experienced this ghost or whatever, and nobody else could see her, and she gave her a deck of many things. It was only a half-folded deck, but anyway. Like, let's and, uh, uh, anyway. tell the audience here, what is the deck of many things deck before many we continue things here? It's a legendary magical artifact uh, that can either be in half or full size, um, and within it are cards, much like a tarot deck or something, because they all have like symbols like sun and moon and, you know, the night and the death <laughs> and all that stuff. And when you draw them, you are bound to whatever the effects of that card are. So it could be anything from gaining 40,000 experience points to being locked in a demiplane. Banished to the Shadow Realms, Yeah, you're kiddo. just gone. Or you could inherit a castle. Like, that's my favorite one. But yeah, they ended up inheriting a castle, so that made for a lot of plot. It was just like, you know what, what's an automatic plot device creator? Right. A dick of many things. But they were like level 9 or 10, so I didn't, I wasn't too worried about throwing it at them. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I don't want, like, session level 1. Level 1, like, dick! Boom! <laughs> you look down I and mean, there's a deck on the ground. You pick it up. The nice thing about the Avatar of the Death deck kills of many you. things. Just do it at level one, and it's like either they're gonna get OP or they're gonna die. It's just like I wasn't attached to this character. Fuck it, let's do this. Oh I'm, man, I'm always attached to my characters, man. I'm glad yeah, to hear it. I'm not gonna lie. I've yet to have a character in my any of my D and D campaigns like die, die, and I am scared of the day it happens. I hope <laughs> it happens during our D and D podcast when we launch. Give me at least five episodes before I super die, but you know I. I want to, like, hear, not even Simon and Garfunk, I want to hear Disturb's uh, cover of Sound of Silence, like, Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> just, you know, I, I'm just waiting, I, then we get into that session, and everything's going good, and then all of a sudden you hear the music change. Like, oh, shit. Oh, no. I only have eight health. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to be doing it for Roll20, so I can play some music through there. <laughs> yeah. 
that set the is mood. True. Yeah. I've got a subscription mm. to Sirenscape. So, Ooh. Nice. What's that? that's good. That that's very important. It, it's like a you, you know you laughed right after you do you know what it is? You don't know what it is. No, no, I I don't. Oh, okay, it's a uh, it's like a custom uh, soundscape thing for DMs where you can either use presets or you can create custom sound sets where you're like, I know they're going to be in this cave with this type of monster, you know, and this needs to be aesthetic, and so you can bring in different music and different creature sound effects, battle effects, you know, you know, aesthetic like cave dripping, you know, water to, from the ceiling. I have to do look at that. It's also royalty free music that you can use uh, with uh, Creative Commons and podcasts. So yep, if we, we do a- that in the background, we could just say, you know, this music was used by Sirenscape. Yep. I, uh, for ready to roll the the D, the live mob DM for a live play D and D podcast, and we for the first like forty or fifty episodes used that. Now we have a guy who was just like, I love this, and I'm editing, so I'm just gonna write the music. So <laughs> now it's now it's all him just literally sitting there with his guitar. He's a professional musician. He's crazy. So and nice. lastly, I forgot to introduce some uh, Nick. Nick, how you doing, buddy? Oh, sorry, that motherfucker is not even here. Uh, so, anyways, let's talk about what we've been playing. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't do that. Uh, Nick's in the UK. Anyways, let's talk about <laughs> the video games that we've been playing. Uh, I was about to say Nick again. Wait, I don't get to talk about my pain and suffering? Okay, <laughs> fine. Talk about your pain and suffering. Jesus. Oh, man. So before I'm on vacation now. And uh, before I did that, I had to work for eight days straight, like just constant working. And uh, we had a boost week, which means that we had sales on our pizzas. And so it was just it kicked my ass the last eight days and so like i'm sitting here even now like my lower back's hurting it's like i don't want to be sitting in this chair i'm ready to get up and move but as soon as i stand up it's like fuck my legs are hurting (laughs) so yeah i just wanted to talk i wanted to complain tyler okay it's cathartic no that's perfectly okay this (laughs) is the podcast where we like to complain about you know video game tropes and news and Oh, the motorcycle. The hell is that? Oh, do you guys hear that too? Yeah. It's so, it might, it's so it was awkward because I was going to say, usually it's Glenn with his hot reds, but I think that was in fact a motorcycle over in my side. <gasps> uh, it was I know, me. Harley Davidson. I know. It was me. I know. So, Brandon, go ahead and keep talking about your pain and suffering. Talk about, uh, you know, team let's, fight let's tactics. Let's really dig into that. Yeah. Pain and suffering <laughs> and team fight tactics. So, the meta changed. <laughs> uh, basically, oh, I. Have I talked about teamfight tactics on here? Uh, I think uh, I did. No, you haven't. Uh, uh, sure, go ahead. It's it's an auto chess game. Basically, uh, it's all about building up your units to be able to fight other ones. It's a strategy game. We won't get too far into that. But basically, the meta changed, and apparently, I'm terrible at it now. So I went from really high ranking to like average ranking, and now I don't want to play the terrible. game anymore. It's a terrible game. You're no, it's a bad. good game. It's, it's funny because Glenn was trying so hard to sound like a uh, a professional eight year old over there, just like moving stuff. Like, please hear my descent to this game. <laughs> and now, okay, Brandon, I'm gonna throw some uh, gas to the fire here. Two things: he hates team uh, fight tactics. Also, he laughed at you for liking Zix. Ziggs? Oh no, Zix and I'm is muting fine. myself. Timo's the real, real oh, look, trash. Look how quick he turned when right? I brought his team to life. So, I get, I get annoyed with champs that can, uh, that can deal with like. You are like, recorded live on the podcast last episode when I said that, and you're like, he yeah. Likes and then I thought Ziggs? about it more. It's, it's less Ziggs than it is. It's, I just get annoyed with champs that can be down but still deal with a siege, and he's, he's been annoying to me in late game, whether or not I'm ahead or behind of him. So I don't play him much anymore, it, yeah. and this is gonna. Sound like really bad bragging, but I always do too well because, like you said, he does really well in a siege, yeah. and so I can just sit there and do nothing and not play, and my team all of a sudden gets super strong. 
Yeah. Because you're... Yeah. Yeah. You chuck a bomb in the right place and they initiate... Win. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> At least but it's yeah, not I, like... Uh, what's his face? Uh, the Karthus. It's just R to win, you know? Right. <laughs> um, I do like Teamfight Tactics, so I, I think it's a fun change for that kind of thing like i i've, I've always liked auto chess i like the strategy versus you know when do i level up versus econ rolling which units do i keep and all of that but this this meta right now is very big on pre-leveling which is kind of bad because it's not as much strategy and a lot of luck now so you just hope that you pre-level so you get a higher chance of getting like a four or five cost unit and you know it's a two percent chance to get a five cost unit if you get it then you're pretty much guaranteed top four if you don't then you're gonna have to hope you get it the next Fight time way up. yeah yeah and so it, it makes it a little more luck based but for the most part it's fun but yeah i'm not a very but lucky person so but since it is kind of randomly rolled every time with champs that you get you may not be able to combine them or you fight the minions and you just the rng screws you and you just get three coins instead of three items which is definitely preferable like yeah i i i've finished top four one time i've played 40 or 50 games of that and whether or not i follow the meta i just never get items and right. don't get champs past like the third build and i just lose all the time i did there and it wasn't a matter of me not understanding it you know and so that's what was frustrating is i just right. stopped playing i was like i can't win because it's based on random roles it's i'm sure there's skill and knowledge involved in it but like it feels way too dependent on the luck and the rng the rng gods hate me so well a lot of the big things that they changed i think were really beneficial it used to be so like you said you get gold now you used to just not get anything mm -hmm. but um there's rubber banding <laughs> for the items so if you don't get an item in the beginning you're pretty much guaranteed to get one later on i mean there's been games okay. where i've gotten no items until wolves which is like oh pretty much end game and then all yeah. five wolves drop something for me uh, okay it, Jesus. okay it, and what's nice about that is you know you're getting your items finally but a lot of like i said with the pre-leveling is you're building your comps around the items you get versus the units you get but so if, if i already have match up right like, so if i already have like work? a noble comp and it wants to give me something that's good for bruisers or for brawlers, then it's like I guess I either have guess to try I'll to die, then. right. Guess I either got to change or put suboptimal items on. Yeah. But uh, like I said, you know, I got up to almost diamond, and then this new meta came out, and I'm dropped down to gold again. It's like okay, well, I guess I'm done That's playing so for a little bit. It's not good enough, damn it. <laughs> I've been trying yeah, to get I, a gold in, in regular league for this whole freaking season. So. Uh, I'll tell you what, as soon as I got to gold or higher, I changed my banner to the team fight tactics banner. Nobody needs to see my iron three. Uh, 3v3s <laughs> but, but I'm anyway. hoping one day I'll play enough rank to finally get uh, at least silver I'd be oh, happy yeah. if I was silver in League of Legends like I'm you can do it just you know bronze yeah but you were you've can gotten I? up from iron haven't you uh, I'm currently in bronze 2 right now yeah you'll be you'll get silver by the end of the day easy you'll, yeah you play if, some if league we after play this? nothing but League of <laughs> We could do our what was so, it? Ziggs I would, Gallio? but I'm gonna watch the C9 Championship game against. Oh yeah, TL. I do have to watch that too. Yeah, that's. Oh man, I How really quickly wish... everybody back out from your own plans. I know, right? Um, I I've completely forgot it was in Detroit, and I really am kicking myself in the ass because I would have loved to have seen that live. Oh yeah. Wait, League of Legends is happening in Detroit right now? Yeah, the yeah. Uh, Little Caesars Arena. Servers. Yep. No fucking shit. Yeah, I mean, I will drive up right now. Let's end the podcast. I'll Wait, go. It, it, like, is it going to keep happening into the weekend? <laughs> Today's uh, well, the last it's day. Championship. It's Cloud9 versus Team Liquid. Go see not. Oh. Yeah, yeah I know. What the fuck? I was texting. See, that's, 
It's a nice change of pace for me, too, because... I mean, I and by nice, I mean I don't like it, because normally they're in <laughs> Santa Monica, 20 minutes away from me, and I can go to games for 15 bucks, you know, but... I'm very upset at that. I did not know this. Yeah, I think the, the downside was tickets sold out fast, so yeah. we would have had to have planned for it, like, three months ago. Not okay, next year, that's... or next split, if they're in, like, so, I think they've been in Chicago before, too. Yeah, the, so they'll probably the go to are. Chicago for next split. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Brandon, I'm not sure what's going on, but there is like some crazy low hum that's going on. Uh, especially whatever you just did, you put your hand on something and oh, like it went crazy hum. Yeah, that. <laughs> that's funny. Static electricity w- from my hand. Yeah, I, I didn't I even think touch right it. Now, I just put my hand up to it. I think what's happening right now is whatever you have it plugged into is building up a lot of static or something. I have no fucking idea. And so whenever you're talking, it's or our it's conversation is so electrifying, it's just filling the air with should i touch it i'm gonna touch it i'm gonna see what happens it's gonna zap me this is gonna hurt i I don't want to all right gotta build myself up ah ow is it making noise when i touch it hold on ready i'm not gonna talk no no how about Ooh. it was it was before how about now oh yeah ow what what did you shock yourself yeah that hurt What the heck is going on? I don't know. why do you have something that's so full of electricity that it would hurt you by constantly touching it i don't I don't know. I'm looking to make sure nothing's I, on fire. Uh, I'm going to say, aren't you... Should you be concerned? Because, I mean, if it's got a live current going through whatever you're touching, that's really concerning, Brandon. I mean, I guess it's better than it's saying in my computer. I'm going to touch my computer see what happens. Ow! Yeah, sorry, that I peeked there. Yeah, my computer's shocking me. Uh... <laughs> Brandon? We're, we're fine. We could get through the rest of this podcast. Yeah, for now. We're uh, still alive. Are, are you sure? Yep, y- we're good. Y- your, your own computer is trying to electrocute you. Only the qualityest of contents for casual master quests. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's shocking me, though. That's weird. I, I'm heavily concerned, dude. Maybe so, we... Okay. So it's not shocking me when I'm touching the case. But the screws, like, you know how you have those big metal screws for your panels? That shocked yeah. the hell out of me. Uh, yeah, that's dangerous, dumbass. What, what are you doing? I, I, I don't know. This is a new development. <laughs> this is brand new. So after the podcast, just shut it down. Yeah. You know, <laughs> please. I wonder. So I put in that hard drive that you got me two days ago, and I'm wondering if- Do you think maybe, like, there's a loose wire touching the frame or something? It. I, I have no clue. I can't even- I was trying to think of any kind of reasoning. It, it just- it feels like it's not grounded, so I'm wondering- I mean, what? it sounds like the ground is coming through your mic right now, if we're going to be honest here, but yeah, sure. I'm sorry. I didn't I'm even just... I didn't even notice. I mean, it's, it. it's something we can cut out in the, uh, the audio. It's just- Damn, like yeah. it, it got scared, especially when you touched screw audio quality. Yeah, what the fuck were you touching originally? Originally, that shocked you, like in the micro on my computer. Uh, w- when you're touching something right in front of you under the camera. Oh, that, that's my mic. I'm gonna do it again. Ready? All right. Your mic electrocuted yep. you. Ready? Here we go. Ah, ah. But it keeps like it's not like a shock. It's a constant stream. Yeah, of like energy. it feels. I wouldn't say it's like tickling but that's what it feels like like a really strong tickle like oh you know those zappy pins have you ever done that like when yeah. you push the pin down that's what it feels like and that's going from your computer <laughs> into your fucking microphone yeah because it should be run through like a oh, rubber wire let like. me try this all right so so my floor I, i'm down in the basement here so my floor is cement but I have a carpet down for most of it, except underneath my desk. So I have my bare feet on the cement here. So I'm going to lift my feet up and tell me if it does it here. All right. Well, I mean, I guess I can feel it. Hold on. I got to like balance here. What's your address again before? (laughs) It's not zapping me. 
All right, I'm going to put my feet down. Ready? Uh, yeah. I'm, oh, God. I'm creating a ground. Oh, my God, Brandon. That's fun. You totally are. You, that could be her. Jesus Christ. Oh, well, so, anyway, yes. continuing on. <laughs> yeah. So, Brandon is using, like, he's he's got his power supply hooked up directly to the fucking transformer Wait, outside. Is this how I become a superhero? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, this, this <laughs> hacker turned into the guy from master. Infamous. <laughs> Anyway, sorry about uh, leading us uh, down a path like that. League of Legends, are you going to become a storm sorcerer or something? Is this how this goes? Just start calling me Zareth. Shit. So, League of Legends. (laughs) I'm still hung up over the fact that you have like a live wire computer right now that is more than happy to shock you. Not from the computer itself. Both the computer itself and the microphone it's attached to. Like, yeah. yeah, Jesus Christ, Brandon. I wonder... I, I'll have to test that when we're done. Like, obviously, if I, as long as I don't touch anything, it's fine. I don't see any fire or smoke or anything, so... Yeah, that's exactly how that works, right? I guess. All it takes is, like, uh, a, a wire to fall down... T- okay, well, anyways. You know, all right, so anyway, so I said I installed that solid state two days ago, and my computer's been taking a long time to boot up, like, longer than usual, because I have, I have a solid state on my operating system, and so I'm wondering if those two are connected now originally i just thought oh i haven't optimized the new hard drive so my computer's you know not recognizing it so it's taking an extra minute to do everything so but now i'm curious you yeah maybe the fucking solid state or hard drive or whatever is housing electro from the spider-man verse it's like what the <laughs> fuck man wait wait which which so, spider-man oh god league <laughs> of legends glenn is there anything you'd like to talk about it uh, I have way more fun when I'm playing with friends. That's the biggest thing. I had, like, yeah, a, a I, full uh, session where I know afterwards you wanted to flick me in the nose of, after my stream. Because I was just because being a big old whiny you, baby. That's uh, all right. I did the last time I played with Tyler, too. Oh, but I did it for seven hours on stream. Um, <laughs> like, I'm not even sure if you went vulgar, but you went, like, Christian bah, vulgar. Like, bah, bah, bah. You, you, were, you were angry. Fucking chewing them out. <laughs> Uh, so you also have been playing more of Ark? Yeah, yeah, just expanding on the castle. We're gonna tame some beavers soon. That sounds is that what very you were shooting sexual, the other but day? I gotta... <laughs> What's that? Is that what you were shooting the other day? They look like big skunks. Yeah, skunk beavers. Yeah, skunk beavers. They're called Castrates, which just sounds like an STD or something. But uh... it sounds like a Roman emperor. <laughs> that yeah, there you go. One or the other. <laughs> Went in Rome. But yeah, so we've got this cool setup where we wanted to make it look like a village around a castle. So we've got our key big old wall, and then all these different buildings that are basically serving as holding pens for different types of dinos. You know, I'm most proud of the wolf pen, which is really neat. I know. Isn't there an update or something coming out for it? I've got a couple friends who play and they were talking about Uh, it. There's a new set of updates, actually, I think coming out in November or December, the first one. So you can get the season pass for like 30 bucks and get an update in November or December. And it's like a new island or whatever, a new arc. And then and then another one's coming out in the same winter. So for our January, February, somewhere in there. Yeah, okay. it's like 30 bucks for both. It's pretty great. And then that was like right on the back of the Valguero release. So they got this new fan made, you know, thing just like uh, Ragnarok or the center, <laughs> which is I really love that Wildcard lets them do that because that's awesome to allow the the fans of your game to kind of put back into it and actually add lore and creatures into it that's really right but it was a great like week where they were just like all right here's valguero it's awesome here's some new dinosaurs also it's massive and awesome and oh yeah and we're here's an announcement trailer for the next two things that are going to drop and you're just like oh 
Sorry, you just reminded me of another announcement trailer. What's that? It's it's Mm. not on our list. Um, Kerbal Space Program 2. Kerbal? Really? Yeah, I'm super excited. So basically, from what I gathered, and and I didn't look it up enough to say for certain, but um, they're remaking Kerbal into this new engine to be able to expand it. Because when they first created it, they weren't expecting it to be, you know, just as big as it is. And so they did their latest patch, which added like hinges and... um, extender arms and stuff like that and then they realized well we want to add more so they're making a second one with more planets and more um uh biomes and stuff on these planets as well as a better is this game like no man's sky or it's this game is more like build a rocket sim <laughs> Oh, okay. So basically, the as it is for Kerbal Space Program 1, I don't know for the second, I know they want to update it, but for the current one, it's you start off building a rocket that can just launch. Like, that's all you can do. You can just launch. You can't orbit. You know, you can go maybe 500 feet in the sky and then come back down safely. And then you do that a couple times, then you start, Safely. Right. And then you can unlock bigger boosters or bigger fuel tanks or better fuel. And then eventually, you know, you can orbit around the Earth or the Kerbal, um, and then you could get to the Mun, and then the other moon that they have, and, you know, you just progress like this, but it's heavily modded, and, and that's what you reminded me of, like, there there are mods that people have put in this game that Kerbal's been like, or the people who make Kerbal have been like, oh, this is great, let's put it in the actual game, and so now they're getting to the point where they can't just add more of these mods because the game can't handle it and so they're making a new Kerbal 2 which is like Kerbal 1.5 but it's, it is I'm, I'm super excited for because I, I always like playing Kerbal and I love watching it more because you you have to be smart to play it efficiently like you have to worry about your Delta V and how much solid fuel you have going up into orbit and your weight and everything. It's like I don't want to deal with all that I just want to build rocket ships but I love watching people play it. Um hmm. The one guy that I like watching, and, and you might have heard of him, uh, Giant Waffle. He usually streams Minecraft and stuff, but he'll do Kerbal Space Program. Nope. And uh, he's got a giant whiteboard behind him, and it's just got all these equations on it. He's like, all right, we need this much solid fuel to get this much Delta V to be able to get into orbit and get back safely. And it's like, it's like the guy from fucking Back to the Future. Right. It, it's just so fun to watch. So I'm excited for the second one. And I didn't mean do to they go have on that like tangent. self. So is the idea that the rockets are self landing like Elon Musk's rockets? No, you you can they... control everything. Um, you can you you fly it, but there's also computer systems that you can turn on that'll mm-hmm. um the the two big ones are RCS and um uh, there's a stability one too. Basically, RCS is your mini rockets that help you kind of stabilize, stabilize yourself in space. And then um, the other one is just a full stabilization system. So you still control like your speed, your thrust, your angle and all that. This will just keep you at the angle that you set. Hmm. And hmm. so you can add maneuvers when you're in space and, it, you know, you kind of line it up. So like, all right, you want to go to the moon. So you take your maneuver and you kind of turn it a little bit, a little bit. And they'll tell you, all right, you need to angle this way and burn at 50% for three seconds. And, you know, huh. if you miss that, then you got to readjust your maneuver and do it again. Yeah. Wasn't there a time I watched you, Brandon, where you lost yourself into the solar system and we like put it in such a crazy arc that I think we left our galaxy at that point? Yeah, I uh, I yeah. couldn't get it in a good orbit, and so I just slingshotted it around the uh, planet. I'm and pretty we were sure gone. you also you started shooting out uh, astronauts at one point too to see if you could catch them midair, and oh, it yeah. did not work. Yeah, that did not. You're like, huh? That's weird. It looks like he's going to close. You know, how close is he? He's like, oh, he's only like 171,000 miles away from you know. the spaceship. It should be fine. Walk it off. But yeah, I do like the game. I'm excited for that. And I didn't mean to take you off your arc. Oh, no, you're there. golden. That's totally related. And I love that. That's a good tangent. 
Um, mm. that's a that's a good rabbit hole. Um, yeah, no, but just uh doing that i think we're gonna try and figure out how to start like doing some of the bosses and there's like a cave that we found with this door that's like an old incan ruin and you hit a button and go into a dark stone temple are the islands procedurally generated or are they all the same on arc yeah yeah oh no yeah they're all the same they're all the same um yeah not quite like minecraft no i I wasn't sure because you were talking about the temple i was like that'd be kind of fun just to go on and like find temples yeah well, that's the thing is the maps are so massive that uh, a lot of people just spend their time searching through the forest for secret stuff. Like we found a cave because this all of the um, the free DLC, the stuff that people create and then is basically sit wildcard goes good job. And then they put it out as a server for everyone. Um, uh, all of them are based in one of the official servers. So this is the first free one that was based out of Aberration, which all took place underground. Which, ironically enough, we played the first, I played my first 20, 30 hours on the server, and I was just like, where's Aberration? And we found this cave, and we thought it was like an artifact cave, because mm-hmm. it wouldn't let us fly in. And I was like, okay, so we, you know, dropped off our birds and then went down in there. And uh, it was a whole, like, I mean, Aladdin puns be damned, a whole new world underneath this huge, like, you uh, like know, a cave of wonders, if it, you will. Yeah, like luminous mushrooms and or bioluminescent mushrooms and luminous crystals from the ceiling and all these, because Aberration all has all these different creature types. So there's like these weird wolf allosaurus things called Ravagers. Um, and like all these really cool different dinos down there. And, uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel like if this down, you know, the underground area is as big as the upper area, it might be the biggest map they've ever released. So it's going to be yeah, a that lot. Sounds fun. To, yeah. Yeah. And then taming beavers. <laughs> and then taming beavers. Shooting beavers with crossbows. <laughs> yep. Dropping them in pins. Is that, is that how you tame them? Is uh, you just shoot them down and then you capture them? Yeah. So, yeah. And to keep them, because they'll run away once they're at like 60 or 70% torpidity. Um, and so what we did is we built this uh, thing. It's like, it's just a taming pen. It's made out of stone, though. So if a creature can be carried by an Argentavis, which is a giant eagle, um, then it's small enough that it can't actually damage that structure. So you can drop them inside of it, even if it's like a raptor or a big dire wolf. And then you just sit on the top and just go pew, pew, pew with trank arrows until they fall asleep. And then you hop down and start taming them. Is there natural hunting in the game? Like, could you be walking down and just see a bird or whatever it was called come down and just swoop up one of the dinosaurs and take it away from you? Uh... I don't think they would do that. Generally, the predators, some of the predators are, uh, depending on the species, are more reactive. So some of them, like the rexes and the raptors, are just going to kill anything that they see that's not another predator. Um, And because they won't, unless they're like, if they both are in a fight trying to kill a Brano and one of them accidentally damages the other during the fight, then they'll start fighting. Uh, and certain ones like the Argentavis, the big birds, like they will only be aggressive if you get close enough. Uh, okay. And certain herbivores are the same way, but a lot of them, it's like they go and then they go and they're straight at you. Other ones, you could just like, I could hang out around Triceratops and Brano's and Diplodocus all day. And they would not care. But if I sit next to, uh, oh man, what are they called? They're like spiky stegosauruses, and I forget what they're called, kentrosaurus. I, if I walk up to a kentrosaur, it's going to sure. turn yeah, Yep, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. But it's if amazing walk- because I, I was looking at Brandon's face for his reaction, and he gave the exact same thing as when you were starting to talk about dinosaur names to me. It's like, I don't know any of the dinosaurs. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's why I gave the pretext of the spiky, spiky yeah. stegosaurus. 
Yeah, no, I know Anky. what a stegosaurus is. I was, was going to say is. the ankylosaurus. Uh, yeah, yeah, Ankies are fun. I love Ankies. They're really great at gathering metal. Anyway, He's so Ark's fun. He's now, Brandon. Anky. 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 Little Anky. It's partially anyway. because a lot of the like the saddles are shorter names because they don't want to just be like Ankylosaurus saddle. It's an Anky saddle, you know, like a Rex Ooh. saddle. It's not a Tyrannosaurus Rex saddle, you know. So yeah, but we have that pretty modded. <laughs> it's pretty. I think we have about eleven or twelve mods on it right now, but most of them are like ease of life thing. Nice. It's okay. like things can stack more in a single inventory slot and they weigh a little less, you know, that sort of stuff. But <gasps> that's cheating. It's super cheating. I hate official servers because the here's the thing: that game is meant to be played with twenty or more people in a tribe. And if you don't have that, you can't really enjoy the game for what it needs to be. So you kind of need to boost the stats a little bit just to make it fun for less people. Right. Oh, man. Speaking about uh, needing 20 or more people in a tribe, uh, a certain classic <laughs> version of a game's coming out this week. <laughs> World of Warcraft. What's World Are you of playing Warcraft? it? I should say no. What is World of Warcraft? I'm not falling for that one, Glenn. You tried. You tried. <gasps> oh, you tried. Mother. You thought I was going to fall for your fucking bag of lemons over here. I was like, hell no, those ain't oranges. I ain't going to bite into that shit. They're yeah. limes, clementines. World of Warcraft is a real-time strategy game um, where you can control orcs or humans or... Uh, yeah, varying <laughs> races of fantasy culture. Wait, it's... Work, world, work. It's, it's RTS? Yeah. You, you start off with a town center and you send out your units to collect trees. and Bro, Age of Empires is my jam. That's, that's Warcraft yeah. 3. Oh, that's same, just Warcraft. Just... <laughs> okay. Same universe though, right? Just yeah. a different version of the same sort of the Same thing. universe, and I'm pretty sure to get the full like lore of the Warcraft universe, you have to play the Warcraft games, don't you? Huh. Uh, Technically, yes, if you really want to. Or you could just read the wiki. That also works. That's not as or fun. Or one of the 20 books that came out, like... uh. There's that uh, Wrath of the Lich King book that I read a while ago that kind of like somebody wrote a novel about how Arthas slowly declined from, you know, his state as the prince of uh, Lordaeron and then became the Lich King eventually. That was a good book. Wait, you Anyways, guys are both fans th of the game, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like, uh, I loved like it so movie? much I got kicked out of college for it. Did you like the movie, though? I liked uh, it as a movie. movie. It was a great movie. Uh, as the lore, you know, as uh, as a, someone who's a lore snob when it comes to that stuff, I didn't like how they rushed the whole uh, situation with Medea, uh, aka Crazy Wizard in the Tower, for those who don't know. Uh, and the way that they handled Gul'dan's situation was a bit weird as well, because we know Gul'dan becomes a defining factor in you know World of Warcraft uh, generically, but the the tropes that they had and all that stuff. It hit the right vibes. Orcs invade. Some orcs are not completely, you know, hellbent on evil. Uh, humans are also fucking crazy. There's one that's super crazy and has magic. And so it's like, sounds about right. Yeah. So. Some orcs can be really hot. Make love, like, not Warcraft. <laughs> I believe that is the name of the episode of South Park when they did the, the one World of Warcraft. Uh, Live to win till you die. Yeah, I love that episode. Man, <laughs> <laughs> him. FM. Uh, comes Here you go, Spooky Kids. Bucket. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, you made a great poop. Yeah. Oh god, I you have that fucking episode. Remember? Yeah, I was gonna say it was nice talking to uh, you. <laughs> See you later. My computer's electrocuted. Oh, yeah, yeah, let me let me electrocute myself here real quick. Then it's I'll be gonna be of the end of the world. Uh, that's of Warcraft. It. Of Warcraft. <laughs>
Oh man, the fucking sword of a thousand truths. Uh, okay, so anyways, I played a new game this week, and it just came out this week uh, by... I already forgot their name. Double Fine. Uh, the game called Rad. Uh, have you guys heard of the game Rad before? Is it, it was announced this E3. Rad? Uh, hmm. I've heard of Double I Fine. I haven't heard of it. Yeah, Double Fine. I mean, when you think of Double Fine, you think of like Psychonauts and all that stuff. Uh, Double Fine made it Rad, which is a almost felt like a single player coin slot arcade game come to life for the computer. And uh, honestly, I maybe it's just not meant for me because it didn't seem nearly as red as I thought. I mean, it's only a $20 game. It's not like, you know, end all be all. This is a full on, you know, play for 30 hours game. But I think it was built for that way. And when you die, you know, after, you know, either two minutes in or, you know, 10 hours in, you lose everything. It's a roguelike like a motherfucker. Like and so, Ugh. yeah, like you start off with three hearts. Uh, each creature does like half a heart to a full heart and it's okay. And so, you, you know, and there's no save points. Is there like a progression system? I do believe like as you go on, you collect coins and whatnot. And I don't know if you lose everything in that format to where you get like passive bonuses and all that stuff. Cause I'd like to think that you do, but uh, when it comes to like, you'll start from the first world every single time that you die. And I guess there's multiple worlds and whatnot. And so uh, I do believe that, you know, you'll collect things like uh, purple or green cassette tapes or something like that. Cause they're trying to go for this 1980s vibe and it's pretty rad. If you, you know, want to say that. Uh, the problem is, though, uh, it just seems like it's a slow grind of, like, fighting monsters and stuff, and they're really health spongy. Uh, for ex like, for example, you're allowed to have up to three powers as well as one weapon. And the weapon you start with, and eventually you'll get power-ups by either defeating enemies, maybe open a treasure chest, and it just randomly gives you three powers uh, over the course of the game. And, uh, one power was I was able to shoot a beam at an enemy and I get to take control of their mind and they fight for me for like 10 seconds. And you know, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Unless they're like a boss enemy with a bigger health, then it does like a minor amount of damage. And so I eventually hit like the first boss of the game. It was this giant ass baboon looking motherfucker and his two cohorts that I couldn't hit or damage with my superpower. And so I, I, you know, when I do hit him, it just does damage. And so it just turned into this 10 minutes of running around in the fucking circle, trying to hit him with, you know, my attack that does minor damage. Cause if I get close, they fucking pounce me and then I die. And it's like, if this is how I'm supposed to play with this one power, it just seems like a drag. It's like, maybe I should have gotten a different power that would have given me a better chance but it it didn't really give me that good feel and i was like well maybe if i play with other people you know with different powers this would be more entertaining it's single player only so it's like mm. so you know I, I sunk in a little time on it but it really turned me off almost immediately kind of like uh, the same feel that the uh metal wolf chaos kind of gave me it's just like man it just doesn't hit the right vibes and it's it sucks because i have different tastes with games but i've been trying to be more open because i know i'm gonna find a game it's like Oh, this was actually pretty fucking good. Uh, so instead, I went back to Minecraft. Yes. Oh, I was gonna say when when I come up this weekend, um, I have a game on the Switch called Dead Cells, which you might have heard of. Ooh. Which is a yes. roguelike game like that, a uh, platformer game, but uh, very well lauded. When you die, you know you die, but as you complete you a level, you get stuff, cells like, passively, right? Yeah, which lets you do upgrades, and um, as you unlock certain weapons, they 
get into your, you know, quote-unquote pool. And so when you start at the beginning, you get to pick two of the three powers that it gives you, and then you can unlock more of those weapons as you go along. So it's, it's similar, okay, that, but definitely more forgiving. I honestly never really liked roguelites in the first place, I'm not gonna lie, but, you know, fuck it. If people say that Dead Cells was a great roguelike game, so it's like, even if I don't like them, if it's good enough a game, I'll still at least be interested in it, right? Yeah, and I really enjoyed it. I put a lot of hours into it. <laughs> and uh, lastly, Brandon, actually, no, fuck you. I, I was gonna talk about Minecraft. So, so Vermintide. Apparently... <laughs> so Vermintide 2. No, good, good. No, no, you Brandon. got Minecraft. You do your thing. Joe wants me to play Vermintide 2 instead of doing the podcast. Yeah, well, Joe is... Joel is okay as a person. I mean, <laughs> please don't do it during the podcast. Uh, so, Brandon, you know Tekkit Light. Yes. Uh, that That is the mod on Minecraft uh, that we played for the longest time. For those who don't know, uh, if you play it on uh, Minecraft on the PC, you can access something that is third party called the Technic Launcher. T-E-C-H-N-I-C. One word. Technic launcher and as as long as you have a minecraft account you can you know install all these fucking mods uh, you know different versions for different styles of games like for example when i was talking about pixel spark uh, playing pokemon that was fun but the yield one that brandon and i always got into was something called tech it and uh it's essentially minecraft that introduced electricity which is fun as it turns out lots of fun and so being able to play with uh you know electricity and whatnot instead of cooking with coal and all that you eventually would be able to start uh, cooking with solar energy which is <laughs> fucking great I, I got really man. oh man i just installed my first macerator being able to turn one iron ore block into two iron dust to get double the bars uh the only problem is though since i don't have any actual input electricity I am using redstone to kind of feed the engine until I can get that first solar panel. And I know Glenn is doing that. Let me just tune out because I don't care about Minecraft. Hey, Glenn. Uh, I've never played it in my whole life. If you wanted to, I could set up a server we all could play on. I wouldn't mind playing, but I still have to buy the game. That's the problem. Oh, oh do you? What's this? A willing participant? I'd have to buy it, though. If only, if only. Oh, no. If only, if only. The woodpecker side. Ah, we'll talk about this soon. But yes, uh, Tekkit Light, like, there is a Tekkit Classic, which introduced something called Equivalent Exchange, which Brandon likes, <laughs> and I hate, uh, the Philosopher's Stone and, uh, you know, everything that comes with it, because in, in the, uh, EE, as we call it, you, you can put in a diamond, which has a value of 64, and with the special item, you can pull out something, you know, like, uh, say, 64 coal or something like that that has a value of one. And so eventually it would hit to the point where it's like, who needs diamonds anymore when we have dark matter but that has, like, you know, the EE of, like, a million or some shit My like big that. problem was as soon as you get blaze rods, um... Oh, what happens? Oh, because you can fucking <laughs> uh, duplicate them. Blaze rods were grind into three blaze powder, which were worth you know arbitrary numbers but were worth 50 each but you needed 100 to make a blaze rod so you could set a factory up that would grind up a blaze rod to three blaze powder you get 150 you'd make a blaze rod out of it so you'd still have 50 left and then once you get enough it turns it into a diamond so you just continually run this you go down to your chest you know a day later and you've got a chest full of diamonds for free it's so i don't like equivalent <laughs> exchange because it just felt like it made the game too easy if you wanted something and you like 
if you have 50 diamonds but you wanted you know that 10 stack of stone you needed you just you know you just got to drop in a diamond and it just gives you a shit ton of stone it's like i still like the idea of working for that stone and whatnot but at the same time i still like the idea of electricity and whatnot because it was fun learning how to wire and stuff because back in the day i would be the person that would put a single insulated gold wire to the top of my tower and anytime i got close to it it electrocuted me because i was using too much high voltage and just you know, simple things like that, the satisfaction, or I guess the opposite in this case, of accidentally hooking a high voltage to your uh, mace raider, which is a low voltage application in Minecraft, and watching it explode in front of you, you're like, what the fuck just happened? Everything just exploded, and you realize you fucked up. Like, I'm learning about electricity and shit and, like, the importance. Why you shouldn't, you know, run a wire down to the top of a fucking, <laughs> you know, uh, power tower down to your house could be a bad idea without any kind of resistors or transformers is it doesn't it, have power decay too so like uh over distance yes so if you don't use glass fiber versus like you know gold wire and all that every like uh eight squares or something like that it, you lose a tick of energy or whatnot which just all this shit god i want to on top now. of just all this shit just on top of fucking minecraft the game where you just you know punch trees with your fist and you know uh killing creepers and spiders and stuff it's just it's a, such an amazing second level because the moment you kind of go from like hey i'm building a house i'm finding diamonds i'm happy it goes weird <laughs> because it's like in your head you find diamonds cool i can make a pick i can go into the nether but in my head it's like oh shit i can make mining turtles which are computers that will start mining for me and then it you know, starts to lead to the quarry where i can make a giant square that just digs into the earth and pulls out shit for me in mess and it just slowly but surely turns into this giant thing where i'm eventually that guy who is the bad guy on the lorax <laughs> it's like haha i'll chop all the trees down and make a factory and sell the air canned <laughs> um, and it, yes no no keep going i was gonna ask i just go ahead uh i can't remember does tech at light also have the uh moon expansion on it i don't know i think that might be classic i know you you were thrilled that one day that we managed to go to the fucking moon off so of i was gonna Minecraft. say imagine setting up quarries on the moon <laughs> I did discover that uh, Tech at Light introduced something called Limbo. Uh, there is a random portals across the world where you can walk in and it just turns into, uh, this isn't Limbo yet, but it's just like uh, this dark, ominous world that has multiple doors and a maze-like system. And if you die in there, you don't actually die, but you land into Limbo, which is like the Ender equivalent of the Nether. And it's just this horrific looking place that's super empty and eventually you escape and it just drops you in like a random part of the real world. And it's just weird. It freaked me the fuck out. I actually had to restart my world on single player because <laughs> I fell into the, you know, I'm like, it's like, this is Minecraft. I should not be trapped in fucking limbo. Fuck this. But anyways, yeah, that was uh, Minecraft. Brandon, you've been playing Vermintide, huh? Yeah, it's fun. Uh, but Minecraft, uh, <laughs> I really want to play now. So I, I was debating asking you guys last night if you wanted to do something, but you guys were busy. But I really, you know, you get that Minecraft itch, and I know you've got it. I, so. I know. Once you get enough people that kind of generate the interest, the thought gets there. Because... Like for Glenn, who, so somebody who probably seen Minecraft played before but has never played it, the idea of Tech at Light is probably like really discouraging to him. He's like, I don't There's a fuck, lot I don't of fucking information. That. I just, I just want to chop a tree and build a fucking house. I've literally never watched someone play. I just so, know what it is in concept. <laughs> That's how and Glenn, is. the guy who plays an open world game inhabited by dinosaurs and stuff, he's admitted <laughs> that he doesn't like playing open world games where there's no final objective. 
I hate it. So, no, yeah, we can, put, so we can put dinosaurs in Minecraft. No, I don't I mind. Mean, <laughs> Honestly, it's one of those games that I I avoided because I felt like it was it like especially when I found Ark or you know like No Man's Sky. I played Spore a lot when I was a kid. Um, yeah. I felt like it was meant for kids. Like it was made to appeal to children. <laughs> in my mind but then i saw how many adults still enjoyed it and why they enjoyed it and what they were doing to make it You're you know something that translated to their interests think. i was like yeah who cares that's awesome you know whatever floats i do boat. believe it does i mean it has such a, a simplicity to it that you know pe it, depending on your goal you know whether or not you just want to build like if you just want to build a house out of dirt and slap a you know a door and some torches on it a five-year-old can do that i mean yeah. that that's their version of fun uh, even mm -hmm. though I, I honestly feel like uh, the younger audience just plays creative and they just make giant you know forests made out of lava but <laughs> That's what my nephew does. Uh, he, is, he has a weird sadistic enjoyment of setting cows on fire. Who does Anyways, <laughs> uh, but if you have even like just an inkling of creativity and you want to express it, I mean, Minecraft kind of is a turnoff because you're like, oh man, it's kind of lo-fi when I, you know, I could be playing cooler things, but... That's why I love there art. Are, I spend all my time the, in that game building. All of it. <laughs> and while the, you know, the square shape uh, cubes are kind of, you know, disconcerting with, uh, you know, building stuff that you enjoy, there are uh, different types of shaders and skins that you can put on Minecraft to customize it to how you want. Mm -hmm. it, it is pretty cool. I mean, mm -hmm. some people don't really know that, and some some people play on uh, uh, consoles, so they don't get that option. But playing on PC, you get so much shit you can do. My, like, my biggest joy right now, playing this Tech at Light mod, is building that goddamn Tesla tower. Yeah. Yes. Isn't your yeah. house, like, right next to Amanda's? Yes. But, I mean, it, I mean, this is the Tesla tower where it will electrocute monsters only, not anybody near it. Until you take that card but, out. <laughs> until I put, I mean, at that point, it'll kill me, and then I'll spawn, and then it'll kill me again. And, th you know, then it's like, oh, please run out of electricity, for the love of God. But, yeah, honestly, uh, just, I've really been getting into the Minecraft thing. Amanda's gone, so I can't even play it with her as soon as we're gone, but it's just, I got the itch, man. I mean, I'm down for setting up a server, a casual Master Quest server. The the problem is, though, if we do that, then we're going to be dependent on you when you're in the mood to do it again. Oh, and no, honestly, I'll, I'll leave the server up. I've got I've got a computer that's a dedicated server computer. I just haven't put anything on it. If you want to do that, that'd be great. But at the same time, I'm going to say, don't do it on your current computer. That's a, like a ticking electro <laughs> bomb right now. No, it'll I be just, on my other like, computer. That, that is scary shit. Okay. okay. Well, you play the game on the time bomb. The, yeah. The table bomb. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Great, cool. So Vermintide so, 2. Wait. <laughs> so Vermintide 2, tell us about it. Uh, it's it's a fantasy style it, Left for Dead. It's a Warhammer game, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Blood for the Blood God and all that stuff, uh, be praised to the Emperor of the Sun or some shit like that? Fuck the Emperor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. But, but it's fun. I mean, I'm it's... Xenos coming. It's a horde style game where, you know, you run through the map, you've got these rats and zombies and shit that are all coming after you, you try to get to the end objective and beat it. it it's and it, a fun it has a VR mod, if I remember correctly, too, right? I haven't where even can, tried that. Where you can play it in VR and, like, just, ha like, literally hack at things with the little move sticks and I stuff like that. I might have to set that up with my VR. I um, think it has that, a version of that. That would be that pretty cool, like yeah. But uh, it's fun. It, it definitely it passes the time. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's a good mediator game until I find something else like Minecraft to get into. God damn it, Brad. Um, I'm, I'm sorry for using the Lord's name in vain, Glenn, but it's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to lure you in, but you do know the joys of 
of tech at light like the, the problem is though like just to maybe put you off once i looked at the low voltage solar array and realized all the stupid shit you have to do mm -hmm. getting the fucking rubber from the rubber trees getting the copper making uh the macerator it's gonna get really discouraging because you got to put a lot of time and i understand you're on vacation for a week so you yeah can go i've got shit. a lot of time uh, so I can see why you're like interested in going at it right now. So we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. So can I can I transition us here because I've got a good segue. Sure, let's see it. All right. So for the modular segment for this week. Yep. Mm -hmm. Is that if I read it or did you want to? No, it's yours. Right. Take it. So it says you and your immediate family and friends are dropped into a video game setting to live the rest of your lives in, or you can beat the game together or return to return back home. What video game would you prefer to be put in? And I was thinking about that, and, and I misread it the first time. So I was thinking about it as, well, if I beat the game, I don't want to come back home, you know? Like, if I'm going into a video game world, I'm going to want to stay there. And so I was like, So, well, the, like, the concept uh, almost feels kind of scarily, like, Sword Art Online, like, as I read it out. It's like, okay, my first thought is, if I just drop you into the video game, and you want to choose to live the rest of your life or be able to go back, it's like, assuming that you guys have some kind of family or loved one you want to go to, they're gonna you're gonna want to beat the game and get the fuck out of there but if there is a video game world that everybody can be dropped in to where you can might think about it then yeah so yes uh if and, you could be into it go ahead no no i was gonna say and and with that whole being in the video game i like i said i originally thought of what game would i want to be in that i couldn't beat so that way i would be in there forever and i was sitting there and even before our conversation here this was you know earlier before we started the show i was like you know minecraft wouldn't be a bad world to live in i mean you can't beat minecraft now <laughs> not the minecraft i know okay i was gonna say <laughs> fair it's like you can defeat the nether dragon and get the credits and all that but yeah i was just i wouldn't want to do it. that in real life though it would fucking right. suck I was just trying to think of a world that I'd want to live in that I couldn't beat, even accidentally, and, uh, hmm. you know, be stuck in there. Which world? Because, like, Pokemon would be a good one, but I would eventually want to go try to beat the Elite Four, and then, oh, I'm being sucked out of the world. Or, yeah. um, just same thing with... to them all the time. <laughs> right. Get to the True. last one, and then just, oh, my Pokemon used rest. Oh, my Pokemon used rest. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, it's like you're just sitting there constantly playing the pokey flute for some reason. It's like, why aren't you telling your Pokemon attack? But then I was like, well, Final Fantasy. And I was like, no, fuck, I wouldn't want to be in Final Fantasy. I got giant fucking spiders. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, like, I don't know, I, I can't think of any other world that I'd want to live in as far as video games that I wouldn't want to beat, you know? Right. Like, uh, Glenn, do you have any thoughts? Like, what is a game that, let's say, you and your loved ones uh, just get dropped in? Either to live for all, you know, perpetuity or for something that you know that you and your family could, you know, combine beat to get back to the real world. Because that uh, has two different, completely different connotations. Either you want a good team game you could beat, you know, just like, haha, I want to get out of here and get back to my normal life. Or yeah. it's like, you know what? Life sucks here in California. Let's uh, fucking peace out. Let's go this Super Mario World for some fucking reason. Yeah. I mean, when you said when I read the question, I immediately thought of Sword Art Online. Um, and I'm in love with the first iteration of that show. Um, and since I'm a big what you didn't guy, like uh, Alfheim Online or whatever it was called. Alfheim Online. No. Uh, yeah, Alfheim on Oh, even man, Gun Gale. Gun Gale was not good. Oh, Gun Gale was. I mean, I would not want to live in that, but that was such a good season. Uh, I haven't seen Sword Online 2, though, yet. I didn't like the Gun Gale Online thing where Kirito was this weird, like, amorphous... Did you see the side spin dude. of Gun Gale? 
The what? The the uh the side story, the anime called uh, Gun Gale Online. No. Uh, it is great with uh, the there's a little girl. Well, in real Only life, 90. it's a very yeah, like she's super tall in real life, and so she kept restarting her character uh, in different MMOs until she found somebody who was like super short. She hated being tall. And so she ended up becoming this tiny little girl who dressed in pink with a pink P90, and they called her the Pink Demon because she was so fast. <laughs> nice. Um, and it, it was funny. If you haven't watched it yet, the new Sword Art season, uh, Alicization, is, I did not yet. is really good. It, okay. it's uh, like, do you think the movie is necessary to watch to uh, keep going? I, I would recommend it. Ordinal Scale in... Um, no, that is the only movie, right? Uh, or is there another? Uh, there's only one that I know about. Where there's like hijacking robots or something like that in the real life or yeah. some shit like that. Augmented reality for ordinal scale. Yeah. So just watch mm. ordinal scale and then Alicization and it's it's good. It like I wouldn't say it's as good as the first one, but it definitely brings back a lot of what made the first one good. Mm. Okay. Cool. Cool. Good deal. So, Glenn, uh, yeah. what world would you like to be dropped in? <laughs> um, well, they mean the world of SAO is amazing, but it's not a video game, so it's kind of off the list. Oh, there are uh, some games. It, Sword Art Online just did just come out as a video game, I believe, yeah. Oh, God. I would live there. Not as, uh, like, the MMO, you know, style. Yeah, I mean, it if it been. was an open MMO like they show in the... Uh, Oh. Episode where like you could practically do whatever you wanted. If I would open up a shop. On sale tomorrow. Stop. Charge me ten million dollars. Hey, I'll I've got I've got my man. credit card. Let's go. God, seriously. Uh, Let's go into that, baby. So that yeah, but like um, I really am a big fan of the Mass Effect universe. I love 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 that. Um, and I think it'd be very interesting to be a part of that space drama um in like in person but also uh the, what was the other one? Oh yeah the gundam universe is freaking amazing because who doesn't want to be able to pilot giant freaking mechs um, hell yeah what else you said no. pokemon earlier and i thought that would be really cool because i that always would that, be that question, pretty fucking what, cool what pokemon would you could have if you could have any pokemon legendary or not what would you choose you know that that six six zig zig there you go you know uh so yeah, any of those would be a lot of fun, but I also think any of the more open world ones, because I wouldn't be so concerned about beating it whenever I think of this question. I just think of what would be an interesting place to live, and even like Assassin's Creed Black Flag has would just you? like, I would actually in that game just get on my boat and sail the ocean and yeah. listen to music, because it was um, calming, you know? Sea of Thieves. Shanties? Yeah, sea shanties, bro. Uh, sea, sea of Thieves? Sea of Thieves. Love it. Like, you, love your family game. just runs one of the outposts at the island. Yeah. You know they can't die because they're NPCs at that point, but, you know... You... And even if you die, you respawn, so it's not like right. you're gonna die. It's not It's not SAO. <laughs> How do you beat the game, though? You don't. If you ever no. wanted to get out. You're, you're just, that's, you accept being marooned in a cel-shaded island. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Fair would enough. you go into Ark? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oof. That'd be terrifying. I'd be shitting nah. myself. I'd just punch a couple raptors and make them my, yeah. my pets. Make, make them your what? <laughs> make them my pets. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you are about to uh, objectify uh, you know, living creatures. Oh, totally. In a, I in a video game. objectify living creatures because they're fantastic. That's my, so, that's my hobby. How cheap would it be if I said uh, the Spider-Man game for the PlayStation 4 that way I could still live in the real world, but there's superheroes in it? Well, if you're going to go that way, I'd just go with the Marvel game. Or the Avengers game, sorry. The Avengers game? Yeah. Okay, I was like... Uh, you Whether say, or not Spider-Man will be there or not, we don't know. Like, I don't want to take the easy way out for somebody that Tyler Vitito would say and say, hey, you know, put me in Hatino Village and Breath of the Wild and I'll be happy and all that stuff. And it's like, well, yes, that would, you know, the concept would be fun, but I wouldn't be able to leave the, the town 
if by a long shot because I know real life me could do shit to uh, <laughs> those moblins and I'd end up that fucking video from X videos with uh, Zelda. Uh, anyways, put, put me in artificial academy too. <laughs> I'm Brandon. sorry. I'm sorry. You can Brandon. cut that out. I don't know what that is. Oh, Glenn. Brandon, uh, why don't you explain to Glenn what Artificial Academy 2 is? Artificial Academy 2 is a simulation game where you live in a high school and you're able to um, create your classmates however you'd like. And so you'll see a lot of um, recreation. Where did you so far? I like this. Uh, you'll see a lot of recreation of like a lot of anime uh, characters, and every once in a while you'll see some, like, recreations of popular stars, and I've Oh my I've god, seen... it's Bakugo! <laughs> right. And I've seen some yeah. people yeah, who, Yeah, I uh, mean, you're on the right track. Go ahead. ...who, uh, recreate family and friends. Um, more friends than family. But, uh, then you go through and play the game, and you're just a regular student. Uh, high school student, and, you know, d you do things high school students do, like, first day blowjobs, you know? <laughs> you walk into the classroom and... <laughs> Oh, it just went to PG-13. Oh, God, keep going, Brandon. Um, Check and that so mature audience box. <laughs> you create, you um, forgot the other tag where it's called a uh, a hentai simulation, by the way. And so you go oh. through the classroom and you create relationships with the people There's that you want to. Rated, um, and, so it's, uh, it's about boning people. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you want to go that far in your relationship, if you're ready and, you know, God is willing. God is willing. But I just, I remember I was watching somebody play it and it was just so hilarious. It was day one. It walked into the classroom. By you say watching somebody, you mean watching me while yeah. I was playing in your basement? And, oh, uh, God. Day one walked into a classroom and I think, was it one of the characters that you had made was just blowing another character just right in the middle of the classroom? So there's two features in to this, Glenn. Uh, yeah. The first one is you can create characters and the characters also have traits. Including like morality le levels and all that stuff. Some people just simply have absolutely no shame. Some people have, you know, I won't have sex at all. Like no matter the reason. You know, they have high respect for themselves. And so uh, you can intermingle with these anime characters. And Nick is asking in the chat. So can you fuck God? If you want to make God into an anime character, then yes. Anyways, so. It's just Jesus there are, from South Park. <laughs> and, and, and these characters also intermingle with each other. So you could be walking down the thing. You're trying to actually learn class and keep your intelligence uh, skill in the game, which is not really important unless you're <laughs> trying to, you know, intermingle with intelligent uh, players. And suddenly just one of the days uh, they'll run the numbers against each other between two character interactions, you know, and then the dice gets rolled for this guy for asking for an old BJ. And this other character says, hey, I have absolutely no morale. Let's do this in public. All of a sudden, you're just seeing this horror scene in the uh, in the hallway. Somebody going at it in front of everybody, and you hear all these characters. Half of them are like, "Oh my god, this is terrible! I'm running away." And the other half are like, "I'm actually very depravit. <laughs> Let's watch." It, it's it just, so it's just a wild game. It, it is it's such a shameful Japanese game, and you can only play it on Windows Seven. So the only ah. thing I can play it on right now is my laptop. <laughs> like it, it took me many years to discover I couldn't play it on my desktop because it's just a game to that do like never a, got set a virtualization for it and try to install a program that tricks it into thinking it's Windows 7 it was crazy it was so weird but yes it, it's a game 
I still have on my laptop. I haven't played it in a very long time because it's in my room where my wife is sleeping. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I, I didn't want to bring up any names. I just want to talk about the game. But if you want to take, you know, ownership, um, <laughs> sure. Anyways. Everything got so quiet here. I don't know why. So Breath of the Wild is probably going to, you know, I'm going to cheap out and say that's a game I'd want to be dropped in. Pokemon seems like it would be the best answer, though. Like, uh, I would say I would be happy with, like, Ruby Sapphire kind of world. You know, simple enough to where uh, it has a wild wide range but it's comfortable enough to where if for some reason my parents and my sister and all that got all dropped in too i know there would be a city that they'd be happy in and then uh if they choose to become trainers great and if not you know what not if they say life is hell take me back to earth it's like i turn my hat backwards and it's like i know what i gotta do or they know what to do you know maybe my dad becomes the champion of you know <laughs> over the elite four that'd be hilarious actually uh that, so i don't know if hilarious is the word i'd use but sure <laughs> yeah okay sure it's it's like my like i'm walking up to the elite four like finally i spent you know years doing this and my dad's like hold up asshole i'm gonna do this and it's like my dad smokes me so it's like oh okay now that's cool and so <laughs> you know they go back they all get teleported back to earth and it's like hooray father you are the one that you know saved us all and it's like what the fuck did i just spend four years you know training to become the champion for <laughs> yeah jeez <laughs> So, I dropped my vape rig, and it's under my chair, but that's okay. Oof. I know, right? Big oof. Topic of the show. Glenn, would you like to make the announcement of what it is? Uh, we're going to talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Sony and their, uh, I don't know what to call it, their feud Dispute. over Spider-Man. Yeah. Dispute? Is that what we're going to call it? You know, I'm calling a, a friendly it a feud. Chit-chat? I like calling it a feud. Just a dispute or a feud is fine. Just It's a conflict of sorts. Um, and I think I saw something that for me most accurately represents what it was. Because as the news released, different people were being demonized. And so at first they came out and, you know, Sony was being demonized. And then it came out that Disney was actually basically going, you know, they had. Yeah, depending on who had an opinion at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And so like there was a a gif of a guy, I think it was from a Key and Peele sketch. And he was just looking at a guy and the guy was like, don't shoot me. And they put in like little subtitles that, you know, it was like Sony was actually being held hostage at the hands of the MCU. And Disney's actually the bad guy. Honestly, I think it's stupid. All of it. Just yeah. everyone loves having Spider-Man in the universe. Why the fuck would you let your money grubbing like topsy see how close? How, I don't know how selfish can you be? People love it. I mean, S- Sony does have an unfortunate history of not being willing, you know, not willing to share with others. I mean, you heard the big controversy over the past couple of years about how they refuse to do crossplay with other consoles or whatnot, mm-hmm. uh, or even just sharing information. Like the big thing was Fortnite. You know, uh, if you l- played your Fortnite character or you know your account on PlayStation Four, you were locked out from the Xbox or the Switch. Yeah, yeah. Because Sony was like, no way, Jose. Well, maybe the and, uh, the cross save for Destiny is a good sign for the future for them. I don't know. I mean, Sony did, you know, start to turn around on that stuff after uh, Nintendo and Microsoft started making ads about, hey, we can play Minecraft together because we're friends. La di da di da. And you know, Sony's in the corner going, hey, we want to play. But I want to own exclusive control over the situation. I can't do this. And meanwhile, <sighs> Disney has a butt fucking ton of money. Yeah. Spider Man so is. A Marvel property that is currently being licensed out to Sony to have near exclusive ownership over in terms of games and now movies, you know, stuff. And so, you know, the original talk was 
when Spider-Man or anything that involves Spider-Man comes out on movie side, Marvel gets a 5% cut of the, I think it was like first two or three weeks of the movies coming out. And that's it. Uh, yeah. It's also been said, but I can't really confirm that Marvel yeah. also has been helping a lot, like behind the scenes, making sure that Sony, you know, pushes in the right direction to give you a, a top quality movie. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. I was going to say the director is a Marvel director. Like he's not owned by Sony. And so that was one of the things they said, well, if you're not doing <laughs> this, we're taking our director back. Yeah. Uh, Feige. Uh, was it David Kevin Feige or something like that? Oh, yeah. David Feige. Okay. And it, it's just so bizarre because, like, when you think of 5%, like, that's really small. They're like, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see, the big question is, how much does Marvel put into the budget for the movies? Like, if it's only, you know, 5% or 10%, then maybe that is fair then. You know, we, we, like, that information never got revealed. How much does uh, Marvel or Disney, in this case, put in the budget for the movies that get run by Sony for Spider-Man? Right. Uh, because right now, or at least, you know, before this whole shit show started, they were trying to renegotiate Spider-Man and Mar- uh, sorry, I keep saying Marvel. It's Disney. Disney owns Marvel, but it's Disney. It's like saying, uh, Blizzard, but it's like, no, it's Activision Blizzard first off. Uh-huh. They wanted 50-50 and Sony's like, no deal, assholes. And it was comical at first, but then you start to realize what that means if there is a fallout. Because if Sony has a death grip on Spider-Man is not willing to renegotiate, then Disney's like, well, we're not going to associate ourselves with you then. And Sony's like, that's okay. Ha ha ha. We have Tom Holland still, which is really scary for the fans, especially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so fans on different fronts are, you know, one is, uh, most of them are on the picket. But there's quite a few people, like uh, the character that played Hawkeye was chewing sure. the shit out of yeah, Sony. Jeremy Renner. And then on the other hand, uh, Stan Lee's, what was it, granddaughter, I believe it was? His or daughter. daughter or something like that? Yeah. His daughter, he was like, Disney is, you know, crazy huge right now. It's nice that we have somebody to put, you know, these characters into check. So, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be Sony, but it's still nice to have somebody, you know, make sure that... It, Disney is not monopolizing the whole comic book universe in terms of Marvel. I kind of actually question that one personally. Because say, it's I, don't, like, well, I don't have a problem with that. It's one universe. Why wouldn't one uh, company Dis- have license? Disney hasn't like, Lucas really... Lucasfilms has rights to all the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, it's Lucasfilms, you know. Marvel has rights to all the Marvel stuff. <laughs> and no offense... Most of the Marvel movies have done pretty damn good. Like, and they are even if they, if Even if they're not top-notch to your personal taste, they're still pretty damn good production value. Yeah, and, and I, I, even if you don't I like still remember. one, you probably have one that you love. Like, I have, I know very few people that can't say, you know, like, oh, I love Thor Ragnarok. You I know, love or Thor I Ragnarok. love Black Panther. I Anger, said, I did love I Thor love, Ragnarok. No, that's what I'm saying. There's all, like, for, for most people that I the know. The second one, ooh. There, I, 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 for most people I know, there is even if like Iron Man three wasn't their taste, they still loved you know Guardians of the Galaxy. You know there right. is there is kind of a flavor for each person as far as their universe goes, and it's all connected between TV shows and comic books and the cinematic universe. That's like <laughs> a crazy undertaking, and they're killing it. So I don't know I don't, I'm, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And Sony's just going, "Hey, I'm putting a wrench in your spokes." That's what it feels like because they it's- because Marvel is putting all the money in and they're getting a five percent cut of the profits for the first three weeks that's like it just yeah. sucks because the big talk is money yeah that yeah it's money grubbing uh corporate goons that are yeah what? they're just like i want more money what were you gonna say there brandon 
I was gonna say it's it's hard to know who's at fault because yes, more sure. money is nice, but Sony does own the rights. You know, they Which they bought weird. the rights. What was it's it so like? So weird that they ninety eight the or whatever. Yeah, um, like they sold off the rights. It's not really a lease or anything like that. They're trying to renegotiate now that Endgame is over and now that Far From Home is over for Spider Man. Like that was their big plans for Spider Man for like the next five years. I'm right. pretty sure. And then Marvel's like, hey, well, we're this is making a lot of money. Let's, you know, Let's change these going. plans. I definitely think saying 50 50 is too much, but, you know, maybe another 10% wouldn't be bad. And, and that's the problem is they're not willing to negotiate the amount. Sony's saying, no, that's too much. We're not doing it. Marvel's like, well, fuck you. I don't want less. You know, yeah, there, there's no negotiation. I, like they're, they're, I, think, I don't know. It's one of the things we'll, we're never going to see the actual numbers for, but I feel yeah. like if they're putting it. If they're producing it, they're hiring the director, they're footing the bill for production, they're paying the actors. Sony gets 95% of the profits because they own the rights to Spider-Man. 95% of the profits? You're not doing any work. You know, like, obviously, that's my opinion without all of the knowledge but like and then you look at it and you're money grubbing these are the the, the money the people that are going to benefit from this are the, all of the the corporate executives that's it's none of the lower tier people that are going to benefit from this and then the only so the people that are suffering are those lower tier people that would have jobs if they can't reconcile this they're losing work and then the fans who want to see this beloved character inside of the universe that they appreciate so much. Um, and it is weird that they have rights to him in comic books, but they don't have rights to him in... I don't know. I hate it. <laughs> let's be real here. The popularity with Spider-Man right now is not to Sony's success with it. It's obviously going to be... I'm going to say it right now. It's probably because of the buildup that's been generating from marvel and the marvel cinematic universe like yeah. that's why their spider-man is coming back because otherwise i mean not to mention tom holland's I, like a perfect spider-man oh yeah i'm gonna say like each time i think Sabrina. of toby mcguire i'm sorry every fucking time i think of toby mcguire it's like well here's the thing i think all of them are great iterations of different writers depictions of spider-man mm-hmm. now yeah, tom tim holland Burton, is the batman best. was great tim what's that i said tim burton batman was great then <laughs> I thought well, it was a just... masterpiece, so I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, know, fucking whew, Robert De Niro. What? Uh, it's time for you to chill what? out, Tyler. <laughs> Ooh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh man, Danny DeVito, Jim Carrey, just all those names. Like, mm, but anyway, wash it over me. <laughs> but anyway, I just I really enjoyed the fact that each the only Spider-Man movie that I didn't like that much was Spider-Man Three from the original trilogy. Um, I didn't like it that much. There's the infamous dance. But I think overall, Tobey Maguire's performance as Spider-Man was pretty spot on for certain, you know, comics series and how certain characters, how certain writers wrote him. And then even uh, uh, Garfield, Andrew Garfield was pretty good. I think he was pretty solid. But I do think that Tom Holland is just he like I have uh, my roommate worked with him on a promo for Far From Home. And uh, one of my D&D players produced it. So they were like they were hanging out with Tom Holland and Zendaya. I was super jealous, but Disney's very particular about who they allow, even if you're producing and directing, uh, who you bring on staff. So, like, yeah. I'm a, if I'm on staff like that, I'm either an actor, which there's no way I'm going to be an actor in that, or I'm a PA, and they have their own PA, so I couldn't be on set for it. But, mm. like, they, apparently he's just, like, the nicest puppy dog of a human being. Like, and, and I've seen interactions with him in the press, and he is really good about being a kind person. And then also depicts Spider-Man so well that I'm just like, alright, dude, I, I, I can get behind this guy. So it's unfortunate that he's getting kind of like 
being used as a bargaining chip. Have you seen? Yeah, he is the middle of the tug of war. Have you seen some of the suggestions that people have made of putting him in the Deadpool movies as not Peter Parker, as just yeah, just Tom Holland, yeah, just to- as Tom Holland being hanging Spider-Man. out with Deadpool, yeah. <laughs> That was one of my favorite comic book duos, is oh, yeah. Deadpool and Spider-Man, dude. Like, I have a buddy who, uh, he is basically just, like, Nightwing and or Spider-Man size in real life. He's an actual acrobat. Um, and he was my first DM in D&D, and he was the best man at my wedding. But uh, we went to Comic-Cons together before Deadpool was, like, really on the rise, because comic book nerds have always loved Deadpool. He's He's great. But like, uh, like I would go to Comic Cons dressed up as Deadpool, and people would be like, like I heard kids be like, "Mommy, is that what? Who's that weird Spider Man?" Because I was hanging out with Spider Man, my buddy dressed up as Spider Man, <laughs> and so they didn't even know who I was. Only, I mean, there was a, a lot of people were just like, "Oh my God, Deadpool, you're so cool," you know. But I also had another Deadpool try to get me to lend him $350 so he could buy a samurai sword at the con. And I was like, dude, I don't I don't know you just because we're both wearing Deadpool costumes. But he was, I don't cosplay Deadpool anymore. I can't do it. It's too overdone and the Deadpools are all weird. So there's that. <laughs> but yes, to complete that uh, whole scene Brandon was talking about, it was like Tom Holland is in, uh, you know, just sitting in his pajamas, uh, Toby McGuire was like walking in the background eating cereal or some shit. Andrew Garfield and from the fuck- kitchen. <laughs> and then Into you the just Spider-Verse. Like, ah! Fucking Yuri uh, Lowenthal, uh, the voice actor for Spider-Man in the Spider-Man games, like playing video games or something. Like, man, the fucking game's great. Oh my goodness. I, I, would, I would totally like that. That's the new Spider-Verse that Deadpool creates. Great. I love it. Oh, Deadpool, Oh, shit. I said it, and then I looked into the Twitch chat, and then fucking Nick is saying the same exact shit I'm saying right now. Uh, and he also says, get the Miles Morales VA from the Spider-Verse, I'd recommend. But I details. love Miles Morales Spider-Man. But I also love uh, the, the old, I've sort of given up on my life Spider-Man from that movie, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I'm he's thinking the Peter from our Earth. Yeah. Like, I'm imagining, like, a terrible scene, though, from Miles Morales in D- Deadpool. Like, it shows Miles walking up, like, I'm gonna be the new Spider-Man. And then the fucking taxi driver just hits him and runs him over or some shit. It's like, Jesus. okay, wow. The, you know, the, I mean, it's Deadpool, okay? And Deadpool's like, he's like, yeah, 50 points. <laughs> Deadpool just had a trailer come out like a month and a half ago talking about how he's all changed and shit and has a soap dispenser with his own semen in it, uh, which is being held by, uh, what, what, what's the guy that plays this uh, Russian Iron Man guy from Colossus? Oh, Colossus? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen so, that. If you're going to give me shit for like saying something offensive in a Deadpool you know, scene here, I'm sorry. No, dude, mm. Deadpool, if, if anybody really knows Deadpool, he is so much more fucked up. He- in yeah, the, he is raunchy and vulgar in many different ways. Then, like, the R-rated Deadpool movies are vanilla for Deadpool fans. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, yeah. man, that, he is he's freaking crazy. That guy is actually nuts. Granted, I mean, they did a pretty good job depicting the kind of torture he went through. So, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, Nick of the Chat saying that he fished with his head at one point. Oh, oh yeah. Sounds like Deadpool. 
I mean, yeah. catfishing is, you know, you, you can just use your hand, but if you want to use your whole head, yeah, sure, fine. What do you do? Just <laughs> chop his head off and just stick it in the water? And like, all right, bite down. <laughs> Come to Papa. So, uh, let's see. He once shot somebody for saying the prequels were good. Uh, I mean, if I could get away with it. Anyways, uh, game releases. Unless, uh, is there any final thoughts you want to talk about with uh, Disney versus Sony on the hold on Spider-Man here? I hope no. they get it resolved. I just... For the sake of, you know, if it gets resolved, who, in whose favor do you think? Do you think Sony should just be able to keep I, going, or do you think Disney I, should get a better cut? That's what I think is the interesting part about this is Sony's doing this for them, you know, like they want more money I mean, out of this. But on the who's plus gonna side, watch Venom's going to be great. Who's going to watch a Sony Spider-Man movie after this? And I don't this, think you know? Tom Holland will be. I don't think Tom will be on board if they if they try and do that. So Tom Fenton comes back. <laughs> Tom Fenton is Venom Spider-Man. God, I want to see I Dragon wanna see. Spider. God, dang it! I want to see Venom and Spider-Man and Wolverine all in the same freaking universe. <sighs> yeah, I think we need Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Deadpool. That, yeah. that I think that's that is the dream Perfect. film that needs to happen finally. It has Just, to happen. But stop yep. casting Hugh Jackman. He's six foot four. What's wrong with that? Wolverine is, is Wolverine five short? foot two. Yeah, he's like five oh, is two he? or five three. Oh, yeah. Is he a he's little a shorty little boy? He's, I'm oh, too tall to play Wolverine, and I'm 5'8". I'm too I'm tall to play Wolverine. A Fantastic Four. Okay, I mean, fan, I would be a Fantastic more Four. Casting. What's that? Fantastic Four. So, Spider-Man, Deadpool, Wolverine. Who's the fourth again? Venom. Venom. You're yeah. saying Venom? That'd be fun. How well would that work out? Because you could do like a Carnage thing where they all have to team up to like fight off Carnage. Mm, mm. And that's where you get Venom being Agent Venom working for S.H.I.E.L.D. Isn't there a, like an anti-Venom where he's white for a little bit? I think so, yeah. Let's see, and then the, I just want to see it. Oh. I think Spider-Man would just you know, be himself. And Deadpool some, would oh, <laughs> scarily be himself. Oh, God. Yeah, and murder some folks. I want to see House of M. I want to see him do House of M. It's a great series. So, <laughs> games are going to be coming. Yes, Brandon. <laughs> Why do you have so many game releases this week? I, I don't control the game flow. Jesus, I don't know. you. How, do you want me to cut out like speaking of, of speaking of control? Uh, yes, control is one of the games that's coming out on the 27th, <laughs> which is this Tuesday. If you're listening to this in the podcast coming out tomorrow. Uh, so Ancestors is coming out for the PC on Tuesday. The Bard's Tale, the fourth director's cut is coming out for PC, PS4 and Xbox One also on Tuesday. Control, we just talked about it coming out for PC, PS4 and Xbox One. Crystar. I don't even know what Crystar is at this point. It's no coming same. out for PS4 and PC for Tuesday. Knights and Bikes. I'm going to take you uh, two guesses. That doesn't involve ninjas. Coming out for PS4 and PC is on Tuesday. Is that like a jousting game? Where you're either no, like like on a horse jousting? or uh, no, on a bike. jousting? Ride bikes Like real jousting. Great game. Yeah. Okay. No, there's an actual... Have you ever played a game called genital jousting? I, I have. Okay. I have. <laughs> in the game, not real life. Oh, yeah, no. I, I, we're not talking about that one time in college. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Motocross X, uh, GP 2019, which is a shocker, a motor rally game, coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, coming out this Tuesday. Most important game to talk about coming out this Tuesday. Hype, hype, Motherfucking hype, 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 hype. World of Warcraft classic. Brandon. All right, do you want to... I feel like if we do, we're going to burn out by, like, level 20. Definitely. Like, there's no way we beat it. Yeah, I was going to say, we're we're never going to get equipped for the raids, because getting level 16 classic days was obscenely annoying. There's no dungeon finder mechanics, so we're going to have to find either three other people to play with us constantly. You would think they would add dungeon finder 
I know it's, it's supposed to be classic, but that's one of those quality of life things, you know? They're going so crazy into this, Brandon, that they're actually keeping known bugs that would have gotten fixed in Burning Crusades, but they're keeping in the fucking game. That's how, like, into this they're going. Same graphics from 2006. I'll, like, I'm not kidding you. That's uh, how the classic they're making this. You're not going to update nope. the graphics at all? No. no up, like this, this is Why is there be so much from, hype for this, then? People Nostalgia. are losing their shit for this. But there this are is... mods for that. There are private servers you can play the actual game on. I did it the other day because they were like, yeah, yeah we're but prepping for WoW Classic. And I was like, you're playing WoW Classic right now. Why do you need a new game release to pay more money to play the game you're playing right now? Well, I mean, not everybody knows how to do that, Glenn. Oh, well, I mean, I got walked through. I mean, easily. you could say the same thing from old school RuneScape, but I mean, the fact of the matter is mm. a lot of people that do the private servers, you know, they're going to do that for like 10, 20 people. This is going to be for everybody yeah. that's interested in it. That's true. So, you know, all 100 of them for the, you know, the first three months and then it dwindles down to the double digits. What am I saying? Wait, does that mean I could be... <gasps> I could do Moonkin Druid healing. Damn right you can. Oh, shit. I <laughs> and that. that means I don't have to worry about fucking Blood Elf uh, Paladins. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yep. I, as a paladin who wants to heal, will be more incentivized to wear mail because there's no holy based plate back in vanilla. Uh, or, uh, as the uh, Leeward Jenkins uh, joke was about, the paladin wants to get cloth that will help his healing. And that's why they went into the fucking eggs. And, you know, killed everybody. But, yeah. Uh, so, the, after that, of course, is Wreckfest coming out for PS4, Xbox One, same day. Hey, coming quick. out on the 29th. Right. Can yes. I talk about Wreckfest? My dad yeah, sure, is absolutely. in love with that game. Like, really? He's between he, that and Rocket League. Oh, and yeah, I, I know. It is impressive. Like, if you want a good demolition derby game, Wreckfest is the game to play. Like, I'll watch him, and he'll do races, which has full demolition. And, like, you remember, we, we like Burnout because of the wrecks. And Wreckfest is exactly like that you'll hit a car and you'll have pieces flying off of both cars and you look at the front of your car and it's dented inward you know like oh shit okay so just to help me out here i did notice when i was putting this down it didn't have a score for xbox one but it did for ps4 does that mean then that it's already out for ps4 and it's coming out for xbox one on tuesday i don't know all i know is he plays it on pc okay uh well in any case it seems like uh nick in the chat is also uh really hyped up about it because it has that demolition derby vibe yeah and so it if you're to say that i was a big fan of paradise city for burnout you think i would like this kind of game just because i love the, the whole crashing mechanics and stuff yeah um I, I love watching it. I love watching my dad play because he'll do like figure eight tracks and you'll see they'll ramp up into someone and you'll just see some gnarly hits and they're rolling and flipping in the cars, you know, half impounded and half dug in and you got to keep going with the race. But they also do have Demolition Derby too, where you can go through. I also played a lot of Demolition Derby 64, which I believe is yeah. the same thing as the uh, PlayStation 1 version. So, I mean, if it gives me that vibe and it's shit. It's not like open world like Burnout Paradise. It's server based, so you have to join right. Servers you know, and races you're doing you races want. and stuff like that. Yeah, that, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah, my dad. Oh, my dad likes to drive the school bus. There's actually servers that are no school bus allowed because it's just such a beast of a car, and you can Hell just yeah, it is. drive the opposite way and just slam into cars. I mean, if you cave in, you know, theoretically one half of the bus, it can still move just fine. Yeah, but if you cave in one half of the car. Well, I mean, <laughs> he might be fucked. Yeah. 
But uh, great shout out for Wreckfest, it sounds like. Yeah, uh, a lot I more than actually Wow Classic. I was kind of impressed by that. No, I'm glad. Uh, Pocket Monsters coming out for Android and iOS <laughs> on Thursday, August 29th. I'll uh, be have playing. Either it. of you heard about that? Yep, I, I'm already pre registered. What is it? Uh, Brandon, go ahead and uh, explain about it. It was announced in uh, Pokemon Direct, I believe, it, uh, recently, right? I, I'm not 100% sure on all the details. What I gathered is it's like a 3v3 battle system for Pokemon. Huh. So, Destiny Child, but Pokemon? I think so. Uh, I mean, I know Destiny Child doesn't help you, uh, Glenn, but yeah. it's a simplified uh, like Final Fantasy battle game. Like, uh, you'll huh. be able to fight other characters that you recognize from you know other games and uh, maybe the anime. I don't know, but uh, yeah, for so, sure. I'll hmm. play it. We'll see how it goes. If it's a gacha game, I mean, it'll hook me, so we'll see. Right. Plus, it's free to play, and knowing Nintendo, Nintendo does like to treat their customers very well in the initial order, unless it's Fire Emblem Heroes for some reason, but I never touched it, so that's okay. Uh, coming on the 30th, which I believe is Friday, is Blair Witch for Wait the PC a and Xbox One. What? You, you skipped one that I'm excited for. Okay, fine. <laughs> Tell me about Astral Chain, which I believe is a Steam to Nintendo Switch port, correct? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think so. I think it's brand new. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, well, um, I'm full of shit. Talk I'm not. I'm it. not 100 sure though. Just from what people have talking, I only know from the Nintendo Switch subreddit. So feel free to find out while I'm talking about this. But it, oh, publisher Nintendo platform Nintendo Switch. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, for, we don't really know 100. percent Everybody. I mean, if you see threads about it, it's all. Please be a good game. Please be a good game. Please be a good game. Because we we don't really know too terribly much about it. But it's a detective-based game. That reminds me a lot of Detective Pikachu kind of style, where you're going out and solving these crimes, but it's also got an active battle system. So oh like, my lord, I'm looking at the star list of people who are making this one. Like You got Takahisa Tora, the person in charge of Nier Automata, under supervision by Hideki <coughs> Kamiya, the guy in charge of Devil May Cry and Bayonetta. Yeah, so it's a detective strategy fighting exploration recycling game um one of the big things is you can recycle items you find on the ground so like you'll find a can you can just throw it in the recycle bin and people were excited about that for some reason but and you're in body style mechs it looks like yeah so i'm so, super uh, excited like about it but i don't know what to expect from it but i'm fucking buying it like platinum games by nintendo by the artist uh Masakatsu uh, Katsura, who is uh, t -t -t unfortunately not in charge of anything I've uh, recognized in terms of uh, anime or manga. But uh, he is a hell of a... He's got a hell of a list, though. Holy shit. Yeah, so okay, yeah. I'm super excited like, this for This is pedigree. I, I'll buy it but, and bring it with me, and we can you can play it when I'm up there. Yeah, I mean, this is like... This is the recipe for success. Like, this is a star lineup. You're like, holy shit. We have no idea what could happen, but it, you know, it has... The potential for, you know, five-star perfect. And, and you see a lot of people, I remember reading one comment that kind of made me laugh. It was, this is the kind of game that I'll wait to see the reviews after an hour and then buy it. Like, you know it's going to be a good game immediately or it's not going to be. Like, it's got so much potential that it could let you down completely, but... I mean, this could be a whole Star Fox Zero situation where it got so much hype and then it just deflates immediately. Right, but it also Scary. could be super good, so I'm excited. It could be what Bayonetta 3 should be. But anyway, I that's why I, I didn't know if you were skipping it on purpose or what, but I was like, hey, wait, I want to talk about that one. Nope, I was wholesomely dyslexic. So Blair Witch is also coming out for PC <laughs> and Xbox One on the same day, as well as a long name, which I shortened to... Oh, you're, are you interested in Blair Witch? Oh, no. I'm going to play Blair Witch. Oh. I'm going to play it so hard. Are you being serious? Because you're pointing at yourself. Yeah. 
because uh, that movie scared the actual crap out of me. So uh, here in the next couple weeks, I'm starting a like a Saturday night stream. So really? Gonna, Are I'm you gonna... finally going to make that jump? Yeah. Uh, partially because that's when Ready to Roll's girls stream is happening. So the wife isn't here on a weeknight or an evening night. And so I will uh, that and I think I'm going to make it a spoopy night. Just try and play scary games that scare me in the dark. Good deal. Drunk yeah. horror yeah, uh, or drunk horror? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I don't think Len needs uh, alcohol to ease in the, his uh, irrational fear of what's going to be happening to him. No, that movie scared the crap out of me when I was a kid because, like, I was, uh, <laughs> real quickly, I wanted to watch a scary movie. And my mom was like, she was annoyed with me and I could tell. And she's like, you want to watch a scary movie? You want to watch a scary movie? We'll watch a scary movie. And so we sit down and we watch this movie and I watched the whole thing, right? And at that point, found footage was not a thing. Right. Um, and so I watched it. And at the end, my mom was like, oh, man, it's so sad that these kids never knew Jesus. And I was like, that's real? And she's like, yeah, it was real. So for like three months, <laughs> I thought it was legitimately real. And I told one of my friends about it. And I was like, did you hear that terrible story about those kids and that witch? And they were like, are you talking about Blair Witch? And I was like, yeah, you know it was real? They're like, dude, there's a producer titled. Like, there's people that were on set with microphones. Like, <laughs> there's a whole list of people that helped make it and edit it. And I was like... It wasn't real, and they're like, no. But like those I mean, three months of fear still live in me, so I can get immersed in that game. I think I got scared into Christianity by the movie Children of the Corn. So I mean, I'm totally on board with you on that shit. Like, <laughs> I remember. So, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say I remember uh, when I lived in the trailer house watching um, Children Under the Stairs with your mom, and she was saying, Jesus, she was saying in our second. Uh, we had like that little trailer in the parking lot or in the driveway. Oh yeah, and that's where she was staying, and she would not go out there after we watched that movie. She's like, "Brandon, you, you have to walk out there with me." And I was like, "I don't want to go out there. Like, we just watched this horror movie." I mean, can you? I mean, no offense, the place you are located was, you know, it's going to take cops ten minutes to get to you if they're, you know, in the right spot kind of situation. Right. If they're already on their way. The middle of the fields all around, like, if they're driving by, you know, down your road, they might get to you in 10 minutes. And so it's like, yeah. who the fuck knows? So I, I just, I don't know why you just, that memory came back and uh, me, Jacob, her all went out to her trailer and then Jacob and I ran back to the uh, front door. <laughs> oh, man, the fucking memories of that trailer. Making bonfires with gasoline, digging a giant ass hole in I the remember cornfield. We had a gasoline can and was it Jacob who was sitting in the chair and we circled him with gasoline and lit it on fire? Was that you? I'm not going to... My memory, if I remember that, it was totally suppressed because I'm not going to admit to that. All that right. was fucking crazy, though. It sounds like something we would do. Yeah. I remember yep. Jacob smoked paper and immediately regretted it. Yep. So we thought that uh, much like cigarettes, if you just roll paper up and put anything in it, it just tastes like a cigarette. That's not true. So we were stupid Madon, kids. <laughs> Man of Madon it has a fuller name, but I don't care. Coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Also on the 30th, which is going to be Friday. Uh, lastly, there is a game called The Ninja Saviors Return of the Warriors, which sounds like a paradox situation. Uh, is the Warriors the bad guys? Are they Ninja Warriors? What is the point here? Is there going to be a bunch of foam and obstacles to jump across? Coming out for PS4 and Nintendo Switch on Friday. Brandon. 
Yes. Could you do this day in history? This day in, this day in gaming. Uh, Harvest Moon DS, Island of Happiness. I like the Harvest Moon games. Uh, I believe this was not a Natsume Harvest Moon, though. Um, it, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure the split happened well before uh, 2008. Yeah, so I've never played this one. Oh, well. Um, Pokemon Pinball with the, not arguably because everybody knows that it is best generation of Pokemon, uh, Ruby and Sapphire. I was going to say, don't leave us in suspense, my friend. Yes. I don't know, Ruby and Sapphire has always been my favorite, because that, that's really the one where I got into Pokemon. Like, I played Red and Blue and Silver and Gold, but Ruby and Sapphire was the one where I was old enough to understand, like, holy shit, this is a lot of fun. So, right. Nostalgia. Secret power. What the hell? Yeah. Uh, and then... And uh, this is the pinball, and you also didn't see or say what year it came out. What oh, the hell are you bad. doing, Brandon? I've never done this. You think... Uh-huh. Uh, so Harvest Moon was 2008, as Tyler said, and Pokemon Pinball was 2003, uh, released so on the Game So happy uh, 11th and 16th birthday to each of those games. Yeah, uh, and then some other thing. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, game, Fucking try me. Game & Watch, much to our surprise, because I had no idea until you posted it earlier, uh, had a multi-screen Zelda game uh, for the Game & Watch system release. And this freaked me the fuck out, because much like I, you know, Brandon just mentioned, I had no idea that this existed. So I watched a YouTube video. This guy opens up this case that looks like a prototype to the Nintendo DS. And, you know, for those who don't know Game & Watch, uh, the, you're clearly not an early 90s kid because he never touched a tiger's electronic game in your life or something <laughs> but uh yeah game and watch was one of those uh games think of it like a premium version of those cool games you'd get in a mcdonald's toys where it's like it was a video game but it was just one screen where you moved around and little black and white creatures would come at you yeah that's pretty much it. I uh, I just wanted to say you're saying something about early '90s kids. The only reason I know about Game and Watch is from Super Smash Brothers. So that that is true. But at the same time, like that style of game, it's like you know, you know Gigapets was essentially that kind of style, where it was just a single screen and it was just imprinted black figures. Yeah, yeah I have my Digi I have my original Digimon still. <laughs> They they mm. they re-released that. I saw it at GameStop the other day. Like the, the, Tama the little Tamadachi Tamagotchi, uh, Digimon, yeah, yeah. yeah, that you could plug it in. I got in. one over there, thanks to Amanda. Did she buy it recently from the GameStop? Uh, no, she bought it like maybe a year ago. Uh, yeah, I was I was surprised. I didn't know. I, was, yeah, I almost picked one up, but I was like, I would never use it. Like, I just wanted to make right. it into an app, make an official app, Digimon. Right. I would, I would Digimon or Gigapets? What are we doing here? Uh, I like anything. the Digimon or the Tamagotchi. Yeah, or, just anything where, official. Where's my Neopets oh, right. there, there was a Digimon Gigapets, wasn't there? Yeah, I have the, it's got the little contacts on the front where you would connect to them and battle. And wasn't there also a uh, thing where you could like play like a slot machine with eggs or something like that? Uh, maybe I'm playing a different one, but <laughs> yeah, I had a Digimon Gigapet style game to where... You started with a thing and you kind of went on like an adventure and the thing is your character leveled up. And mm. one of the things you could do to get him to level up or digivolve was to do a slot game where it showed like different eggs and or stones or something. Mm. And uh, Nick in the chat saying that Digimon has an app called Digi Legend and it's like the Pokemon the one that's coming out. So something was for that look Digimon Rearise? That's the one that I found the, for it. You talking about the Gigapet thing I'm talking about? Oh, for the Digimon mobile game. Uh, it's he says it's called Digi Legend. Anyway, keep going. Yep, yep I see Digi Legend on the App Store, and uh, I, I think 
that's going to be it. Uh, that came out in 1989, so happy 30th birthday to uh, the Game & Watch multi-screen Zelda game. If you want to get that, it's only like $800 on eBay, so I uh, I opted out of that. Let's see, everybody is looking hard for like, it looks like Digimon <laughs> at this point. All right, all right, I'm you back, f- I'm back, I promise. You can find me on Twitter at 2 times Tyler. one word, all letters, 2 times Tyler. You can find Nick... In the UK. In the UK. <laughs> Glenn, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at uh, Ready to Roll, uh, which is the other other nerdy thing that I'm a part of. Uh, uh, Twitch.tv slash Razeth, R-A-E-Z-E-T-H. I always say that too What's fast. that from? Uh, it's my first D&D character. Okay. Yeah, I even got oh. a little... Uh, I made. I got a, a Metallic Hero Forge version of him, so he can Very nice. He goes, it's like and my then Ashrits. Yeah, and then Twitter at Glenn Houston. Looks like Houston. <laughs> Uh, Brandon, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, nowhere. Uh, you can find me on the Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash casual master quest. <laughs> oh, um, because you're in charge of that. Look yeah. at you. Uh, I'll set up a Twitter. I promise. Eventually. I, I've got a week off. I've got time. Um, so uh, for those who don't know, Brandon is also our video producer for uh, content on YouTube and whatnot. Which is looking good. Is it? Yeah, I've been having Nick look over it with me oh good deal good deal and uh he's also gonna be uh one of the members for our future upcoming podcast for D for our casual master quest setup which we still don't have a name for but we will eventually i once, still think uh, casual side quest yeah but we <laughs> we'll talk about this later yeah because i want to be open for ideas but i don't want to you know, shoot this into two and a half hours yeah, here. if you guys are listening and you have ideas throw it up in the discord you may Absolutely. even be entered in for a drawing oh <gasps> Holy shit, you guys are fucking blowing it out of the water. You can check out the podcast for Casual Master Quest on Twitter at MasterQuestPod, where we do have a tweet where, you know, the rules are simple. You just got to follow us. You got to tag somebody that you know that might be interested, and then you got to retweet it. Hell, you can even do the retweet and tag a friend, you know, in just one swoop. That's fairly easy. I'd like the thing. And uh, we got a, you know, $25 Steam gift card coming your way. And, uh, you know, send some love. Also, you can email us at casualmasterquest at gmail.com. But if you're not a dinosaur like Glenn, you can also find us on Discord. (laughs) I'm sorry. I had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> he choose on the thing. Uh, there is a Discord that we are very, very welcoming. We like to talk shit. You can be vulgar as long as you know. We like to talk about video games and everything. Brandon is going to rainbow mode on his lighting system. It's and been like on that our for Discord, <laughs> on our Discord, we're actually also doing a ten dollars Steam gift giveaway. The simple thing is, be a part of the Discord and just click a simple react on the post where it says, "Hey, we're giving free shit away." It's not really that hard, and honestly. You know, if you're there already, it's for you. And if you want to be a part of it and you like free shit, it's also for you. Anyways, that's going to be it. That was Brandon. That was Glenn. This was Tyler. And that was episode 63. We will see you next week with a lot more shit going on you and coming your way hot. Yeah. Don't, I hope you guys have a great day. Happy birthday to anybody's you know, birthday. It wasn't a video game. And don't forget to never stop the grind. Until next time, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. The intro to the podcast, titled Casual Master Quest, was paid for and produced by the wonderful talent Revelry's Music. You can find more of their work at soundcloud.com 
forward slash revelries music, or just click on the link in the show descriptions. The background music is the album Top 50 Best Classical Piano Music by Brilliant Classics. You can find out more about Creative Commons at www.creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash buy forward slash 4.0.